0: Welcome to Wizards of Oz. I'm your host, Timothy Rooney, and with this podcast, I'll be interviewing my friends from SUNY Oswego, as well as Suffolk Community College, and all the people that I've come across when I was at the Great Wide North, a place place that I think is very cold, but also very enjoyable. Now, I've had several of my friends on here before, being Matt Jackson, Chris Lunen, and Chris Loon, Lewin, Lewand and Justin <laughs> Cirillo see if you weren't going to do that
1: I was going to do that so I'm <laughs> glad you did it because you did it a lot better than what I was going to do uh,
0: who am I speaking to who's interrupting me during oh. my intro <laughs> uh,
2: I'm Eric Stutes Dietz Dietrich I, love uh, I, I go by I go by I wear many hats yes you do <laughs> I mean, like, no, no pun intended no but, pun intended
0: know. but hats will play, play definitely a part in the history of you and <laughs>
2: That's one. <laughs> <laughs> just, just
0: imagine, just think of people who have who who gone to us. We go, the Dietrich dance. When in, in the club, like in hurricanes and stuff like that, you know exactly what we mean. So, so let's get this interview started. Let's go north, Miss Tessmacher. North to deal with the Wizards of Oz oh but also I forgot I also forgot the best part the best part of it time to lace up our skates and (laughs) and click our heels because uh, because intros work and now theme song All right. Now, Good Eric. thing about post. Yeah, that's, that's the one thing. I, I think I'd, I'd be rubbish <laughs> in radio, as the British would say, rubbish. Now, yeah. Yeah, so Yes, it's not a word that I use often. But, Eric, when and where were
2: you born? I was born on the great day of April 16th, 1992. The great day. The great day where this one was, you know, brought to this beautiful earth. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was born at St. Catherine's of Siena, right down the street from Chris Lewin's house. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. No, I, I'm I know, not even
0: kidding. I know. I, I know. That's the thing. Like, uh, Sienna's is literally right down the street yeah. from him. Funny. That's. Oh yeah. That's really weird. Now thinking about it. it. Is. So, and Sienna's up uh, being being a Smithtown. Yep. Now, are you technically a Smithtown resident? No. What are, are you from Rancamun?
2: Right. Ronkonkoma? Ronkonkoma? Ronkonkoma. Uh, <laughs> it's about like 15 minutes from Smith. Smith it's about 15 minutes from smithtown to, to today junior <laughs> i'll do it 10 don't worry this, um, this podcast was be 3 hours long 3 questions <laughs> are answered <laughs> i hope my talking's better than my spelling we'll, well, well, we'll, we'll, we'll figure just, that uh, yeah, out yeah, i guess yeah, as a right now it's not working too well
0: no um but it's technically rangkon i believe is still part of the smithtown township at least i know Wisconsin is or is it was no, it was Islet Islet Okay yeah. My, my apologies it's all good. Geography is not my strong suit mm-hmm. I, I admit this Now do you still reside there? Yes Now Which Like, like Most of these podcasts We jump usually to high school When most Like I've said before Our identity starts to be formed And stuff like that Where did you go to high school?
2: I went to high school at Kinequat. Uh mm. It's in Bohemia About Five to ten minutes from my house Not a bad ride And who, What kind of person were you During high school? <laughs> um I didn't really know um, I was like, I knew. Do you, still, I was, do you know it all? Yes. Um, I mean, I was one of those people that like knew everybody in the mm-hmm. school. Like, I wasn't really, like
0: one part of one click. Or yeah, another. I
2: was all around. You know, um, I was into swimming at the time, so I had a lot of friends from swimming on the swim team. Mm-hmm. I was friends with a lot of kids on the football team. I was friends with a lot of kids in the theater department because I did chorus, if you could believe that, and show choir. Uh, yeah, I know. I know the, fa- yep. The Tom Coughlin confused face. Yes. That's the face yes. I've given <laughs> you. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I mean, you have seen that multiple times. Oh, especially with the, especially oh, last with the last
0: game was terrible. Ugh. I mean, that Star Wars trailer made up for the, the of <laughs> Coughlin's folly. Oh, I'll give, I mean, bit. the
2: first play, I was like, all right, let's go. Like, artist, Michael to Artis, got kid at work, because I worked on Ranger Game last night, New Line. Um, He's like, oh, you're drawing up 7 nothing." I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. He's like, they're booing already. I'm like, this is great. Pour it on. And then we, we lose 27-7 to the freaking Eagles. Yeah.
0: Not a good day. No. Now, like you were saying, now, why swimming? Why that
2: sport more than anything else? Um, I had done soccer for two or three years. Mm-hmm. I was relatively, I was okay. Like, I was mediocre. I was fast. So right. it made up for my poor uh, skill. Right, um, but my dad was a big swimmer, and mm-hmm. uh all his side of the family was swimmers, and we kind of just got kind of into that in uh at an early age. I started swimming at seven okay um and uh for the Connecticut swim team right, um which had no affiliation with the district, It was just a non profit club okay, uh, we swam in a bunch of meets one one meet a month pretty much oh okay, um, and it was more a club rather than a team, so like i I think I started swimming, like, two or three days a week uh, with um, the club.
0: Now, was it just, like, local competitions or anything like that? Mm-hmm. Or did you guys, like, ever go out of
2: state or anything? Yeah. Um, for the most part, for me, I was very local. My bad. <laughs> it's
0: okay. I'm it just it was like, yeah, sorry, sorry. sorry. I, sorry uh, for the volume from there. My bad. For
2: the most part, it was uh, local. Okay. Um, there was one meet eight and under champs. I went to uh, Newburgh, mm-hmm. uh, which is upstate New York. Right. About an hour and a half out, maybe. Okay. Um in Westchester County. Nice, nice, nice. And uh swam there. And uh I didn't really swim anywhere else, you
0: know. Now, I like was saying like sports, whatever form of competition definitely plays and at least with us in one form or another. Like I when I was the early age, I played soccer, I played softball and stuff like that. And Even though I didn't do it for my high school career, it was like one of those things that competitiveness or the sports, like maybe related to broadcasting uh, nature, was just inherent. Now, in high school, did you know you wanted to be a broadcaster?
2: Yeah, but I didn't know what really I wanted to do with it. Okay. Um, I mean, if you're listening and you're a swimmer, you know swimming laps back and forth is just brutal. Right. It's miserable. So, you know, I would kind of have in my head. You know, I would race the person next to me and say a race in my head with like a dialogue of mm-hmm. me going back play by play in color commentary, mm-hmm. just to keep myself you know from going sane. Right. You know, like I'd sing songs. I'd be like, I would do hits from Kennebecot High School with like, yeah, oh, I would geez. do the weirdest things. And like, <laughs> it just like kind of got me through it. Okay. Um. So yeah. So I knew I wanted to do that, and I mean, I kick myself every day for not getting involved in stage crew with the theater. Right. Um. Because I think I would have felt more in love with it, mm-hmm. um, but like the play and swimming always interrupted somehow. Right. Uh, with the major musical in February, and we have champs in February, so it was never really a good time. And I just kind of got away from the stage crewing thing. Because I'd done it in eighth grade, in seventh and eighth grade, and that's where I realized that's why I wanted to touch buttons all day. I wanted to go. To, <laughs> you do I that four ways of to... one. True. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go to school. I wanted to like be behind the scenes and build things, and you know, set up and break down. And now, so that's really where I found it.
0: Now, do you remember in seventh and eighth grade? Do you remember the place you you worked
2: on? I do. In which uh, one? I remember one. It was Greece, of course, because every... every middle school does Greece, of course. And oh, the second one was Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma <laughs> da, 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 da. and I was kind of the head guy for that uh production um for middle school that's actually seventh grade that was a funny story because we were moving a block for i think like when sandy and john Javolta's character i can't think dan dan Danny. Danny. yeah i'm pretty sure i I'm... i, I I'm, don't quote me on that no 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 yeah like we, we i think we need to fact check this yeah okay i, I got this All um, right, but so... i'll keep talking as i look okay so we're moving a block and um you know, it's like, like the music's playing. They have, like, like, the music for the set change. Right. Um, and all of a sudden, you hear just a big noise. And it was my knee ramming into um, one of the blocks. I just – I was, like, casually walking. I wasn't really paying attention. It was dark because, you know, during the set changes, there's darkness. Uh, and... Yeah, you got just you got to be on your toes when you're right. moving and around. Right, and well, I wasn't looking where I was going. I was just, like, full speed ahead and just flying right over the box. Oh, <laughs> It was it was uh, not good and one of the and one of the guys the guy that kid that played Danny was like you're okay I'm like yeah I'm like I'm at good. least you didn't name like,
0: is Danny by the way you didn't we at least right. you didn't go like out onto the stage or anything like that at least you stayed backstage you didn't like
2: go out the curtain and then like run right out to the stage well no we were moving the box onto the stage and uh, I fell in onto the stage I guess into backstage oh okay so I mean I was kind of safe it, it hurt it bruised but uh, it was fun and
0: you said you like you're part of chorus and choir for like i assume for the major musical productions no or just or just just, just for...
2: chorus and show choir because like i said the major musicals would fall when swimming happened okay um so i like i really didn't get and plus i never really thought i was that good like i knew i wasn't that good and like you hear me sing a lot of time and yes can... i'm not very good i'm very tone deaf if you say- if you will you don't say I don't say. Um, <laughs> how, but, how many uh, texts I've been sent by my tone's
0: just like you Somebody don't come say. please come up and save me from his yeah. singing and I come up you still sing anyway and yeah. I'm just like well, oh, oh, oh. You can't <laughs> take the singing out of deets. I guess uh, Did you really I did uh, In third person Oh yeah Oh that's so pretentious Right there Oh god And I remember One of the things In high school I did stage group A little bit in high school um, Into the woods Was the big production That we did Great movie Yeah Did you see it Yes I did My buddy Dakota And I went to see it
2: I saw it with my mom And my sister on Christmas
0: That's an appropriate thing To see I see it with a dude And we're just like (laughs) We're gonna go see Into the woods Don't judge us Yeah and, and then for, like, three weeks, I couldn't get the main song out of my head. Like, Into the Woods. Yeah. And, like, and I And I text him, like, periodically. I'm just like, God damn it. Why did we agree to go see him? It was good, but, I'm like, it's stuck in my head now. And uh, one of the funniest moments I have with a uh, stage crew with that is that, you know, like, when the Giants supposed to show up and everything's supposed to shake, like, during yeah, the production. Yeah, yeah. We had, like, the big pieces of metal to shake to make it sound like thunder. And we had, like, uh, the folding chairs to throw around to... To emphasize the sound, and we were doing it like it was like last night, and like, we had one of the princes helping us with that, and then we threw everything around stuff like that, and one of the princes still had a chair in his hand. Dialogue started, and he just like just Chuffed tossed it, it just <laughs> chucked it, just and just like one last like, what was that? Cuck, 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 cuck. And you're like,
2: double what was what, that? What was that? <laughs> I think
0: something actually did fall back there, and now, in hindsight, do you do you wish you st- you stuck with stage crew rather than swimming?
2: No, okay. Because um, I knew I was gonna come back to it. Okay. Um, not stage crew, obviously, but like what I wanted to do. Right. I knew that it was gonna be there. Um, I knew my passion. F- <clears throat> Excuse me. My passion for it was very strong. Right. Um, and I liked the team aspect of of swimming. Um, it was so much better, like swimming for the high school rather than like the club. Right. Because the high school, you're actually with a bunch of guys and like as weird as that sounds it's much better than swimming with like girls and like a bunch of people like it's a it's a team of 20 rather than a team of they're 50 swimming in a pool right so i mean it's more fun more laid back um we were really good mm-hmm. um so i mean winning and you know the blood. The coaches were cool and um just i mean it's just so much more laid back gotcha
0: now were there any like broadcasting programs that were being offered in high school? No, that's the thing.
2: Um, there was nothing. Really? Uh, yeah, there was a sports journalism class that I took um, with Ross Costaldo, mm-hmm. who was a saint. He's a, unfortunately a Mets fan. I know you're a Mets fan too, so well, I'm not yeah. saying. Uh, well, you don't say. Yeah. Well, no. Well, well, look where we are now, right now. I know.
0: Uh, yeah, How? but the, like the joke. The joke. Yeah, as you, as you. Show the hat and the logo that we ripped off. Um, I'll admit that, <laughs> and then, but I also joke that like if you told me at the beginning of the season we'd be here, I'd, say, I'd say Pete Rose is going to Hall of Fame this Agreed. year.
2: I I'm rooting for the Mets. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean I'm not like rooting for them. Like oh I'll go Mets you, on Twitter. Yeah, you know, no, like, I, If they win, they win. Like I'll be pumped.
0: Yeah, I mean like so would I, of course. But like then again, if the Cubs won, I'm like that. I wouldn't be at mad right. either, just from a from Back to the Future Part Two because they won. Like, I want the, that so. Because they won that in 2015, and I'm just like. As well as they haven't won a world, they haven't won the championship in over a hundred years yeah. at this point. So I'm just like, I want, I want them to win. And I want, like I said to my dad, I wouldn't be opposed to us going to Chicago for the celebration if they won. Just, just like for the parade and everything, just to burn. I mean, se- do you imagine how many Back to the Future floats there would be? Oh, I mean, Robin Zemeckis, who is from Chicago, I think he'd have to be there during the parade. He'd have to be on one of the floats,
2: of course. Like he, like the director would have to be on the float. Yeah. I think.
0: And I'm just like, oh, it'd be ridiculous. Be
2: unble- i think Michael J. Fox should be on a float. <laughs> yes, it'd, it'd, it'd just be very or Comic Con, y <laughs> Michael J. Fox.
0: Which there was one they had Pepsi had a big thing at Comic Con this year at New York City where they had lookalikes of Marty and Doc, and they were look pretty convincing. Yeah. I, got their, I got my picture taken with them. Oh, I think I saw that on Facebook. Um, because Pepsi is like putting out 6,500 um, bottles of the Pepsi Perfect product that was in Back to the Future Part Two. And there there's, like, at least two dozen or more Martin McFly cosplayers there, too. So, anyway. I'm back stunned. To, yes. Um,
2: I kind of wish I went to Comic-Con, though. It,
0: it's, the only downside is you can't stop moving.
2: No, yeah. I you went can... once. I went 2012. Uh, yeah. 2000 Maybe 2011, 2012. Somewhere around there. I may have been there, then. Um, probably. I didn't know you at that point. No, but we'll, but, we'll get to, uh, we'll us. Get to we'll... Yeah. But uh, I loved it. I loved every second of it. Went all three days. It was uh it was worth it. It was worth every penny.
0: Um so your high your high school tenure comes to an end. Where do you think about going to college? Suffolk. That was straight that was your that was your yep, only choice? Straight up Suffolk.
2: Uh, I wanted to keep swimming. Okay. Um my brother was on the team at the time, plus a couple of people I'd swam with. Right. That I had known through the club circuit, if you if you will, from other team other clubs. Mm-hmm um so i knew that was a like a good team and plus you know i was doing it for my own want rather than a need gotcha um the only thing that sucked about it was i would take all my classes in selden and as to drive to brentwood for the pool right um which was fine i mean i try to schedule my classes like nine to two and the practice was like three to five um but at that point my brother had gotten into a fight with one of the coaches the coach wound up getting fired he didn't go back the coach the assistant coach ended up becoming the head coach so then I went in really knowing nobody mm. because my brother well I mean I I knew all of people, I didn't really know them. Like my gotcha. brother was kind of my You're in. Yeah. Um but like he like talked highly of me and like people knew who I was immediately and, mm-hmm. and like I made friends. I'm very easy going and, yeah, and you're, you're... it was the best two years it was one of the best two years of so many of my life. Mm-hmm. I mean there I traveled. I went to Buffalo, I went to Florida uh I went to Jersey for a couple meets. It was, it was grimy. <laughs> we got blown out too. It was bad. Oh, jeez, um, that's um, a, yeah. that's that's really not good. <laughs> yeah, uh, I went to Rochester for a couple meets. So I mean, it was it was a ton of fun. Florida was definitely the best.
0: Oh, oh I would imagine so. I, I I can almost see though, like with the, I could see the assistant coach giving you shit after what happened like what the no. head coach coaches stuff like that unless he sided what sided with your brother or whatever that fight was about
2: i couldn't even tell you i don't even know all i know is that i get, and she didn't get fired because, or quit because of that i just think other things got. of i think she got pregnant or something and well that yeah you took still, a leave and then they were like all right, like we'll just bring carlington on and gotcha yeah his name was carlington it was great
0: <laughs> um so, did you know what major you wanted to go into yeah. when you, and which mm-hmm. were, was... Radio bro- TV production. Okay. Now, do you remember your first class at Suffolk?
2: Yeah, well, I was kind of weird. Um, you don't I say. Had to, <laughs> that's going to be... That's, that's going to be... The, can that be like the title of the, of the podcast when it goes on SoundCloud? Wizard of what Oz, you, Wizard Eric Dietrich. Oz, what do you say? <laughs> you don't say. You don't say. <laughs> In parentheses. Um, I had to take all the remedial classes my first year mm-hmm. um, at Suffolk. So, I got into Suffolk for, October... August 2010, um, and I took no broadcasting classes that first semester. So my second semester there, I took intro to media. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, with that, the first Hedgehog class. Okay. Intro to broadcasting. Yeah. Um, Which I loved that class. Mm-hmm. Loved it. It was my favorite Hedgehog class ever. Really? Yeah. I and I loved that class. Why that over the other ones? Um, I liked hearing his stories from like, You know, just him retelling everything that happened in the books. Right. Um, His love for David Sarnoff Mm because I wrote my paper on Sarnoff and I just found out all this information on him. Mm -hmm. That was so cool. And finding out, like, what happened with the Titanic map, like, the lack of communication from there. Yeah. Um, So, like, everything that had happened in that class was really intriguing to me. Okay. And I found that to be the best, the most fitting portfolio to do. Right. And... Do you remember who was in your class for
0: your for intro, intro? No
2: one Joe Columban maybe. Okay. But nobody else that would know. Maybe go, Jill Murphy. Really? I could see that. I could see that being like the second semester then. It was October it was two thousand eleven at that point, January
0: two thousand eleven. Ah, she must she must have taken it by that. But then again I don't know her itinerary. Anyway. Yeah. So did you take also radio production at the same time? No. You, that, was that was the only class. Okay. Um
2: and at that point I didn't know like if I was even in the like I didn't know anybody. Like I would be down there for the class and leave. Gotcha. And jet. Like I ain't because I ain't like I, I didn't mm. consider that a, a radio class. Right. I just I thought it was like just another class that I was like all right whatever. Mm-hmm. You know um, because I guess I needed a certain GPA to start taking the classes. Right. Um. Yeah. So that was that. Um. Now the following semester,
0: before you like during the advisory period, is Bernstein your advisor at this point? Or? No, I had
2: a someone from athletics doing my uh advising which leads to a great story i was sitting in the class one day that following semester in the fall of 2011 and i'd done my schedule already with the athletic department because mm-hmm. they schedule your sh- shit around um swim practice of course so <laughs> we got we you know we have to like sign up on the door to have bring yeah. do our thing so i never signed up so he's like Dietrich. i'm like in his jewish voice Day Yeah, there he goes. I'm like, what? He's like, did you sign up? I'm like, no. He goes, what do you mean no? What do you mean then sign up? I, I put up the I put up I put, the sheet on the door for. I a put reason. up the fucking sheet a week ago. What's wrong with you? Um, and then I was like, oh, someone from athletics did it. He's like, what? I'm like, someone from athletics did it. He's like, sign the fucking sheet right now. <laughs> and he like the athletics went up fucking me hard. Uh, with classes, and he's like, this is why you fucking go to me. Right. He's like, I'm getting you fuck out of here in two in a year and a half. I'm like, mm. all right. And ever since then, I went to Al. And... he literally, I think he kept the one class. Now, Everything else was gone.
0: Did you end up running into your athletics advisor afterwards? Nope. Okay, because I just wanted to see what would happen afterwards or anything like no, that. No, they
2: told me, my coach, that following year, she allowed from two years in JUCO, junior college. Gotcha. Um, So, like, for that next semester, right, my... uh. Coach is like, go. Oh, no, you gotta go to athletic. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> like, I got someone taking care of it. He's like, all right. No, oh, that's good. Al's like, I'll make sure you don't have any class during some, but come to me. I'm like, all right. Like, I can do that.
0: That's like a prevalent theme with this pod. Well, these podcasts with these stories that everybody's told is that Al looks out for us regardless of the situation or whatever happenstance may happen. He recognizes it, and it's not like, no, you're gonna do this regardless of your personal thing that's going on with that. Right. He's very forgiving and very understanding. And so your schedule gets re- uh, changed up and you start taking more broadcasting classes. How does that go?
2: Well, well, my first class, uh, like official broadcasting class, was Radio Production 1. With him? With him. Okay. 9.30 in the morning. Nice. See his bright, smiling Jewish face. I <laughs> um, got yelled at about three times a class wearing my Yankee hat. Of course. And um, I sat in the back row to start because I didn't really know anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I almost dropped the program. Really? About a couple weeks in because I didn't want to do radio. And um, I saw all you guys coming out of the TV station. And I was like, I want to like go into TV. Right. And like I thought it was like, a whole different department. And I was just like, maybe you'll get there. And, like Just sit around, hang around. Hopefully you'll do it. Right. And then that's kind of when, uh, at that point, I was talking to Al about my schedule. And he's like, oh, we'll get you into TV. And like he's like, you'll take in TV production. I was like, all right, I'm good. Like This is for me. And uh, I'm just not like I don't, I didn't want to do radio. I, I didn't. It was but, weird.
0: But it's kind of ironic now because we're doing a, a version of radio. Oh, today. Yeah. like uh,
2: And like that was just selfish me. You okay. Eighteen year old, nineteen year old Deets. Just <laughs> like I want to do, I want to do this and not only. Right. You know. And um. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll never forget almost dropping out of RTV. How close were you? Uh it was never, like, a, a certain, like, today I'm going to drop out if I, don't go, if I don't find out I'm in a TV Like, it was right. just always a thought. Right. You know, like. But it was something that nagged you. It, it, it nagged me, definitely. Okay. And then in that class, I met the good old Tones Anthony Varone. I was going to say, when did you
0: first run into your then and future husband? <laughs> which you are technically. I am. Married to, even though we haven't got anything signed by the court of New York <laughs> State. We'll um, get to that story. Uh... <laughs> we'll put a pin in that for now. <laughs>
2: Oh, what a night that was. Oh, my God. How did that not get brought up in Cirillo's podcast? I don't know. Oh, I'm pissed at myself there. Mm. We Cirillo know. better listen to this and be and text you when he hears this. And, yeah. I, and I like, mean, curse you out. Yeah, I'm going exactly. to tell, tell him to skip ahead to about 20 minutes in.
0: Yeah, I'm like, why do I have, like, Jesus. I have, like, two group chats and several other text messages going at once. Nobody talks to me all day. Now I get this. Classic. Fig- figures. Shocker. <laughs> um, so what was your first impressions of meeting
2: Mr. Verone? Um, Mr. Well, Verone. Mr. Verone. Verone. Nice hat. Thanks, or- Al. That's what he said to <laughs> Al because uh, he's a Mets fan and so yeah. is the Jew. <laughs> Why uh, do you keep referring to Am I to allowed me? to say that? Is that bad? It's, I mean, it's, it's just kind of ironic
0: coming from a person named, last name Dietrich, just referring to Al oh, as okay. just Dietrich, uh, just as the Jew the entire podcast. We bust on him for, for him being Jewish, but we're not anti-Semitic whatsoever. No. Please don't yeah. hate us. I love Al.
2: Um, which <laughs> yeah. reminds me, he called me during the summer and I never called him back. I just completely – my dude, my life has been crazy. Anyway. Anyway. So um, I was going – I was flipping through my phone or my laptop, I guess. I had my laptop in school and I was scrolling through Twitter before class had started. And Tones was sitting in, like, the front, like, on the side wall. Yeah. I was sitting right behind. I'd moved up at that point to the side wall because mm. I think I was in a group with him for one of the radio projects. Okay. And um, I became friend. I, like, didn't become, like, friends at that point. Um, but uh, I I was like, yo. He's like, what? And, I'm like, Pujols just signed with the, card- with the uh, angels for a uh, hundred and whatever million dollars for, <laughs> like, eight years. He's like, get the fuck out. <laughs> I'm like, no. And then. Off to the races we went. <laughs> Albert Pujols, my dude. It's a the anniversary is coming up soon of Albert Pujols signing that contract. Yes, it I is. I think it's like a month and a half. Yeah, I think
0: because it, it was before
2: Christmas. Yeah, it was like December 1st, I think, free agency starts. So it was like around there, first or second.
0: Oh, man. So now, that was my
2: real first encounter with one Tones Verone.
0: <laughs> now, are you saying like you you pretty much wanted to get the radio to get the TV? Al assured you you were getting there the following semester, which is what – uh. Spring 2012. Spring 2012, you get to TV production one. Now, what was your first reaction getting to the studio? First, doing the the book based uh, work.
2: Um, that kind of sucked. Because mm-hmm. um, I just I like I was so like impatient. You know, like I did it, like I read it, and I did uh, all the notes and stuff. Actually, great story about uh for my fol- the following semester. Okay, it was a great story. We'll tonight. put it in that now. exactly. We we'll, we'll put that the back burner. Okay, so like. You know, I do well on the tests, and, uh, you know, I just really wanted to get into the studio. hmm And, um, you know, when we did and started running, um, no, we did our own projects. Okay. And, uh, well, we did, like, some in-house. The Suffolk Scene. The Suffolk Scene, yeah, that's what it was. Right. And I would always be on air. You, really? It was me and Sebastian. Okay. That were always, cause that's how I met Sebastian, Let's do that. RT. Let's do that class. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was in my radio class, I believe. And we met online at like in uh, the cafeteria. And he's like, "Yo, like you want to sit together?" I was like, "Yeah." And we <laughs> sat, had pizza, and I got to know Sebastian. Nice. Um, but I mean, yeah, me and Sebastian were always the on air guys, so I never really got to like do anything in the control room, which I was fine with because I thought at the time I wanted to be on air. So I was like, "Whatever, I'll get practice." And of course, you know, I I TD'd a couple times, I AD'd, I. Yeah, you know, we didn't really direct that much Suffolk scene. No, that's um, that's more Al's. That name Al's. For, Al's. And then for... if he got pissed at us, he would walk out, and it would be up to us or like one of the, you guys to come in and kind of help us out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also had that at like nine thirty too, so I was really, I was out by eleven. And but um, yeah, I mean that was that was a great class. My project sucked. Why? Uh, um, well, we had I had a incompetent partner. Oh. Um who actually did a lot of the editing, but, like, did a really shitty job of it. Okay. Because I really wasn't... Like like I I said, I had no background in editing. I had no background in on-air. I had no background in TV. I had nothing. Like, normally when someone walks in, they have, like, they've shot a film before, they've edited something at least, in the minimum, a movie maker. I had done nothing. I had done zero. So, like, editing was a whole new element. A a whole whole new new world!
1: world.
2: (laughs) You see? Okay, yeah.
0: Now I can see why you're at the choir. uh, (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, So, like... All of that was just it was new. And right. Like she had done film in the past, so was like all right, whatever. We did we had Center Island was our town. Gotcha. And basically the final project is we had to shoot I think uh it's a two minutes on air, two minute package and then another two minute on air. Or you could go four two and thirty. Yeah. It has to be four thirty. Yeah. Um so like kinda I think I did the minute and a half, two minute, minute and a half or two minute close. Right. Um And we went to the golf course there. Uh, We shot there. I shot a majority of the film Mm -hmm. um, for it. We went to the golf course, went to the high school, went to the pizza place. And then I had Tones. (laughs) I'll never forget this. I had Tones and Pup as my on-air people. (sighs) And uh, Pup was my host and Tones was a golf player that had just won (laughs) the Long Island Championship for Longwood High School. (laughs) <laughs> it was unbelievable. And like out and like she I directed. Right. She AD'd and she did a terrible job. And I'm not going to say names cuz I don't feel like being controversial yet. Yeah. Not um, yet. not yet. Too early. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be controversial. We'll, we'll, but um and like she started crying and Al's like on like Al's like took a studio C and like reamed her out. And uh like she leaves and he's like good job. I'm like, "All right, thanks." <laughs> and uh Kind in, of moved on. In retrospect, a
0: four-and-a-half-minute broadcast, we could probably do it in our sleep now. Oh, yeah. And I, 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 now I'm just thinking about, like, wow, I can't I – I directed a three-hour hockey game. Yeah, like, so,
2: like, it, it's It's, 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 it's really think about that, like, you freak out over a four-and-a-half-minute thing. Yeah. That, like, you could probably honestly do in a day. Yeah. Really? I, and I, it took I'm... us, like, a week. Or, like, it took us a month and a half, two months to do it.
0: Yeah, but then again, you got to keep perspective of how much experience you had in studio exactly. then Zero. versus now. So, Right. I think he does it's the – It's a great per- first project. Yeah. It's fantastic. Now, so the following semester, which is – Fall 2012. Fall 2012. Um, TV2, are you doing ENG? The electronic yes uh, okay. yes I'm
2: I'm in that semester was swamped. I was doing TV two, electronic field production, I think I was in. I don't really honestly remember my schedule. Those were the two main classes, mm-hmm. and I was doing the internship. So I was really I was there Monday Tuesday Thursday and Friday. Oh now I remember what I was in because I remember my Friday classes. I was in <laughs> I was in an acting class with whom? acting one myself. Yeah, but I was saying with, with, with which teacher teacher I don't remember. He was an adjunct. Do you know Gaffro? No, the yeah. other one.
0: Oh, uh, I know the one you talk about. I can't remember his name though. Goatee.
2: Yes. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I heard Gaffro was sick though. Yeah. But my guy was dope because me and uh, my one of the kids in the class did uh, the a scene from Pulp Fiction for my final.
0: It's usually a Tarantino thing. Will be part of the final project. Yeah. Some one class will do at least a piece from one of his movies, because a lot of his movies he could could theoretically do his play. Somebody mm-hmm. did. Apparently, I think uh, *Reservoir Dogs* is a play in L.A. a couple of years ago. I did the uh,
2: scene where <laughs> oh. it's just the hamburger scene.
0: Oh, the hamburgers! Oh, with yeah. the with
2: the Ezekiel, with the yeah, Ezekiel. I was uh, not Samuel Jackson, by the way. I, I, of course, I, would... I got shot and had to fall on my face. I sold it. Great! Oh, well, I'm glad. I you did sold a great it. sell. <laughs> been, John Cena would have been proud. John Cena. John... <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh, God. So, how's
0: um? Now how are you feeling going into TV2 versus what how you felt going into TV1?
2: Um I was nervous um only cuz I hadn't seen the anything in the summer. Uh I didn't do, I did the summer internship. Right. Not like actual the internship. My internship started in the fall. Right. But um because I with lifeguarding and all mm-hmm. that shit that I do in the summer it just didn't work out. You're right. And so I was like all right, just take the class in the summer. Come in every Monday. It, you meet once a week for an hour and a half. And uh then I just do it in the fall. My God, like, all right, cool. So do the class, meet Tones and Natoli, meet Tones further. Mm-hmm. And then I do, you know, then I meet Natoli a lot better. Mm-hmm. And I feel like else was in that class. It was just mainly the three of us, honestly. Got gotcha. you. In the class. Maybe Pat Google was in it. Oh, okay. And uh, I don't know if you know him. He sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. He's a nice, very nice kid. Mm-hmm. And um, so maybe it was the four of us in it. But, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if it was just the three of us. Got gotcha. you. So... Oh, Joe Columbin was also in it. So it's the four of us. And uh, so the next semester starts in this fall. I don't hear anything from Varsity, and like I had emailed Brian Butler in my resume, mm-hmm. and um, so it's like September, like beginning of September now. And I was like, "Have you heard anything?" I'm like, "No," I'm like, "I haven't." He goes, "Hold on." So he calls HR, Marianne Burkett. I remember her name because me and Tom's loved her because mm-hmm. she was so quick with like the emails and everything. Oh yeah. And she's she's like, oh, like, you know, he emailed the wrong person. And, like, Al told me to email Brian Butler. And, like, she's supposed to email me. So she's like, he's like, all right, I'm telling the email on you right now. So he's like, email her. He's like, tell her your resume. I'm like, all right. So I emailed her. Like, three seconds later, she made me back, hi, Eric. uh I'll call you back in a couple of days. I'll let me look over your resume. I was driving home from the mall one Friday. or one, Like, one day, I got a call from Keith Noto, the director and the head of the interns. He's like, Uh, or it was actually Marianne that called me. Right, Um, Keith was just in the room. Mm -hmm. She's like, "Uh, when can you come in? I'm like, "Uh, Friday works. She's like, all right, see you. And then uh, Friday I I went in, met Keith, saw the studio, and I actually saw a real control room for the first time. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. I was like, this is where I want to be. Like, I'm definitely in the right place. Mm -hmm. Sat in set for a couple of minutes. He gave me a tour. Had my interview on the set. Hired me on the spot. I wound up working Tuesdays. When I work Tuesdays, 4.30 to 9, I did a live show. of sixty, Which, basically, this guy, Mike Quick, talks about high school sports for uh, an hour. He does... uh, Like, he predicts games for the week. Right. And he does the top 20... Long Island MSG Varsity 25 poll. Okay. Um, And he takes in callers, tweets. Um, It's a fun show. It was probably one of my favorite shows working on it. I did it for a whole year. Um, Now, was this a pain in tune show? No. It was all just just for credit ju- just for credit yeah. gotcha and um you know that's more to the story but uh you know it was definitely it, that start was awesome for me what position were you in that I was nothing at like starting like I did literally nothing I was just standing on the wall I did some prompter okay um but I was mainly just taking it all in because it was my like I said it was my first time in a real control room like um uh, one of the other kids Rich his last name is blanking on me but like he would like Um, on uh, Wednesdays, I think we worked together. He would just like be sitting with the TD, um, or doing prompter, mainly doing prompter or like sitting on the switcher. And I would just like be like on the back wall like this, just like, you know, soaking it all in and like, kind of like seeing what I really, excuse me, wanted to do. Right. Um, so then one day I just, I was like fascinated by the Chiron. Right. And just fascinated by like how fast they worked. And like, pushing all the and like getting stuff out and building and like moving everything and like I I don't know why I was so fascinated by it but I was and um, one Wednesday I went to one of the head guys Roland I'm like can I uh, just watch you he's like yeah and I was watching I'm like this is sick and he's like you want to try I'm like yeah sure built I think I built a matchup board okay and uh, I built it to like perfection and like the cool thing about graphics is like it's all templates yeah so like it's super easy Um, I mean it's not easy you know what I mean? Like, it, 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 it depends on the situation, get, right? Like, if you're just sitting there building, listening to music, it's super easy. But if you're doing a live show, it could get hard. Yeah. You know, you have to be on your toes. And, but uh, yeah, go. Uh, it was like I don't want to answer too much without you.
0: Talking. No, 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 no. Like I'm a, I'm a good listener, so I, I know. I, you're I, right. And so I can just let people go,
2: right.
0: especially like with somebody like you, Lewin, or Jackson, or Justin. Does like all of you guys can just go and go and go. Because we're used to like at least like head training for air tiling and just like and going and going and going and our energized a bunny right there. So and then with all that in mind, how did that the internship affect like field production and T V too? <laughs>
2: um Field production had definitely affected a lot. And I was treasurer of the broadcasting club. Okay. So every Wednesday, like there would be usually something that What happened with the RTV program, like Mm -hmm. whether there'd be a guest speaker or like, um, I remember Vinnie Fosco came in one Wednesday. Right. Um, you know, I think something big happened on like a Wednesday and I missed it and I got reamed out by Al and I was like, Al, like I have my internship, you know, I'm not missing it to be here and just be a face, you know? They had wanted me to run for president of the broadcasting club. Oh God. And I was just like, no, I can't, like, I can't add that to my plate. Right. Um, and so yeah, it took uh, TV2 too was fine because I was watching I was doing a lot of watching of the director mm-hmm. because I thought like I wanted to do directing and I knew I needed to do directing for TV2 mm-hmm. for uh for uh, Movie Watch and Station and, Break. And Station Break. Um which two more um very key assignments I yeah. thought um that he does and that he still does. So, yeah. you know. So I was very I was watching what the director did more than what I was you know, really wanted to do. So that's kind of why I laid back, I guess, a little bit. And it really helped me a lot, Mm. you know, in the control room in school. So uh, it influenced It It definitely helped in that aspect. Electric Field production, it killed me because, you know, between I had that going for me three days a week, I was coaching at the high school for swimming late night. So I would be running from school to either coaching to the – uh, remote van I was in mm-hmm. at night, and then I went from remote van to coaching. And then Tuesdays I had the internship all night. Then Wednesdays I had the internship and coaching. Thursday I had, you know, this and that. And like Thursday was really my only open day because then Friday I would be on a remote, yeah, doing Friday night football for varsity. So it it, it killed. Like I needed, like I I had weekends. I remember me and the We our first assignment was a, a legalization of marijuana in Colorado, and it was the Saturday before uh, Sandy hit. And we were messing around in Photoshop, and uh, a picture somewhere floating around of like um, marijuana. <sighs> we were just fucking around marijuana, mm-hmm. and uh, not doing it, but like just on the internet looking up, looking it up and shit. And we had that was a fun. That was we got a lot done that night, right? You know, we did a lot. And um, <laughs> I remember me and him were mad at our two other working buddies. Uh, because me and Natalie basically did the whole project. It seems like um, that right. happens. Yeah, all the time. And, like, we were so pissed. And I remember it snowed on, like, a Wednesday. I was driving home. It took me, like, three hours to get home. I was supposed to meet Natoli up at Starbucks. We were going to finish it, banging it out, do the VO, get it done with. And, um, like, it's it snowed. So, you know, I was bad that school got canceled because I felt so bad leaving the kid, making him do all the work. Right. And I woke up at about five a.m. and school was canceled. And I was like, "Thank the god!" And mm-hmm. Natali's like, "School's canceled." And he's like, "I'm going to bed." <laughs> and uh, I was like, "I was going to stay up with you the whole time, and you know, just he was going to send me stuff on Google Doc and mm-hmm. to he was going to you know, make sure I did stuff, and I wanted him to do that." And right, uh, we kicked ass on it on a Tuesday, mm-hmm. and uh, he loved it. And Natali's, you know, the man. Yeah, and so and then your time
0: closing time uh you had one more semester yep and what was
2: what did that consist of i had to take math uh and i was in my internship for a second semester Mm -hmm. um because i needed credit and they had wanted me back because i was still green on chiron green as in like i'm good but there's still so much i need to learn yeah so he's like you fit perfectly into where I kind of want you he's like I' going to want you on the trucks when like you graduate he's like, "Are you in I'm like, I need to check my finances, but i'm like ninety eight percent in and I mm. want to being in um which that kind of turned out to backfire in my face. Cause they the company collapsed well not collapsed, but had a huge layoff
0: yeah, um, I
2: mean same it, thing that in cablevision have to have that kind
0: of wishy washy things of things just going um, south it sucked, yeah, it
2: honestly sucked um not i mean. I got a lot more responsibility. I wound up becoming a full-time chiron up mm-hmm. at that point um, because I was there. I think I started like two or three weeks before the semester actually started because mm-hmm. I was just so antsy to get back. Mm-hmm. And, like, they'd wanted me back. And I told them, like, I want to be back as much as I can. So I worked, like, I think two weeks in a row before the semester started. And so I had my hours. Right. So I could have just left if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had called me. He's like, look, like, we're doing these layoffs. Everybody's gone. Like, I really, like, need your help. And I was like, all right, I guess. You know, like I was reluctant. Yeah. Because, um, like, all my friends had gotten fired. And yet, and I'm there yeah. doing their job for free. You know, and that was a kind of a shitty spot. But, I mean, it showed my resilience. I got to know, like, um, kind of the second in command guy, Steve Pellegrino, a lot better. Uh, we're still very good friends. He's trying to get me a job right now. Mm. So, um,. I mean, it made me, it made Keith appreciate me a lot. Right. So, um, I was kind of the head guy that the head intern there. Yeah. So I was showing all the other interns around and like while they were doing prompter, I was able to build for the show that wound up being now one show. Mm. And then the Tuesday night show still stuck around and I wound up floor managing that show, um, which was a cool, cool thing. Got a couple of shout outs on air. Mm-hmm. thought it was the coolest thing in the world. But uh, I mean, they're so nice people. Like I can't say anything negative about like the situation. It happens, but like the good thing about it was that like, I experienced it, and like I was fortunate that like I was one of the interns that didn't happen because you, you dodged a bullet. On we had that interns one. at Cablevision at like the paid programming that got laid off. Yeah, they just killed their internship, and Al freaked out. Mm-hmm. He was not happy. Well, yeah, I mean, just want to like, agree. Yeah.
0: And but like as you're saying, like the th- things that you're going on here at again and your internship, it seems that like you've stated that you can handle a lot of responsibility despite the overwhelming odds, mm-hmm. and that's something that'll definitely play through definitely throughout uh, your Oswego tenure. Oh yeah. Now that's the, the your final semester comes to an end. Where
2: are you looking for colleges? In January, no, because I had gotten because okay, so they had told me that there was like a spot for me in the fall-ish yeah, without saying it. They kind of like low-key shut it in there. Now, Tones was hired mm-hmm. by MSG Varsity. So that's kind of how – and like Keith knows like we work well together. So like he's in the rack room doing posts, highlights, and putting them on the web, kind of like what he does at MLB now. Yeah. So uh, actually not really. But it has a lot to do with that, like encoders and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I was going to survive this semester. Layoff happens Um, Then I'm like alright So now we're like He gets laid off And I'm still there So we're like We gotta look for, Like we gotta go And so Ironically the next day Like the next Monday There is a school fair Mm -hmm. On campus In the cafeteria We picked up some SUNY booklets SUNY Oswego booklets Applied right there Because I think the cutoff date Was like that Wednesday So we're like fuck Like we we can't even Like look We can't even go visit the school We just gotta apply We just gotta go so I apply, he applies, and that was, you know, then, you know, we got accepted, and I went up in, like, m- early April, around my birthday, mm-hmm. uh, saw so you guys. Yes. Met Chase, Ashley, Kate, uh, Nicole, I don't know who Kate is, yeah, I don't know well, I Kate, Kate, Kate. Like, yeah. uh, like I met what? Ashley, okay. uh, I met, um,
0: oh, oh my god, I-, I totally remember that now.
2: Yeah, my dad ate dinner with us. Yeah. That was fun.
0: Yes, it was. I mean, my dad's great. like,
2: you better take full advantage of this. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. was like, okay.
0: I remember that. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. Ah, sorry. No, <laughs> a was, mild flashback there. No, that was a good time. <laughs> I
2: think about that and uh, I was uh, getting ready to come over here. I was like, fuck yeah, that happened. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and so when do you find out that you're accepted? Um, I guess two weeks after that. Okay. That so was quick. Late April. But were you sweating bullets those entire two weeks?
2: Um, a little. I mean, Thomas had gotten accepted. I think a day before I did. Okay. He'd gotten his stuff, and then I remember my mom calling me. I was driving to New Lion. I had been working there, and from I I would go from varsity to New Lion because they're literally like a couple minutes away. They're like ten minutes apart. I was driving. She called me. She's like, "Oh, you got in?" I'm like, "Cool." (laughs) You know, and I was pumped, and I was ready. I was ready to start a new chapter. Mm -hmm. I think. And now, the and you
0: you go up. Fall Without 20- a degree, right? Oh, I totally forgot
2: about that. Sorry, please. So I was in. I would failed copy and script writing in the fall in the spring of 2012. Yeah, spring of 2012. I failed. Spring of 2012 was a rough semester. Mm-hmm. I um I failed math. I failed copy and script writing. Um, and that was mainly mainly because I that was the year I went to Florida with the swim team and when I got back I just didn't want to do school. I was done. Yeah. I was fried, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, because we were doing T V one stuff at the time and I was slammed with that. Mm-hmm. I was coaching, I was going to swimming, I was, sw- I was something had to give. Something had to give. And so I mean, unfortunately it was those two classes. I thought if I did the portfolio I'd be fine. I'd slide with a C that was a time where Hesham was like, "All right, like enough with this bullshit of people copying portfolios and right. and like giving me lackluster effort." I got He failed me. Right. Oh no, no, he didn't. He he um he gave me incomplete. That's what happened. Okay. So he gave me the incomplete because I I had everything. done. That's what happened. All right. So I didn't, I'm like, I don't. No, I didn't fail two classes in the same semester. I'd be kicked out of fucking school. <laughs> um. So I definitely failed math with the guy with the ponytail. Oh, John Harris hates him.
0: Yes, people, but I don't like most his people.
2: his name? Pony oh, I see his website. <laughs> I do. He's on a boat. I <laughs> swear. Boat. Oh, Who is it?
0: He'll come to you. Oh, fuck. That's going to burn me. It, it, um, hours later, you're going to... Oh, I'm going
2: to be slain laying dead. Ah, oh, that's it. Yeah, then you'll takes anyway, me. Anyway, yeah, I'll text you and you'll be like, oh, shut up. Um, <laughs> so then, like, he gave me incomplete. I dropped my laptop and, like, my... Um, USB got stuck in it, and I couldn't get it out. And right. my laptop wouldn't turn on, and I freaked out and went to, to me. He's like, "All right, I'll give you incomplete. Just get it to me by like whatever date." So it's like, "All right," I never gave it to him because then that next, because I didn't do it over summer because I was busy with shit, and right. then the fall I was swamped and it just completely slipped my mind. Mm-hmm. So I took the F. I was like, "Oh, maybe I'll forget." He didn't <laughs> fail me. So I technically did fail two classes that semester. And you didn't graduate Suffolk. And well then I took it in the spring mm-hmm. of that year. So I took math. I took the two classes I failed plus my internship. Right. Uh and maybe in like another class I think. But um I passed a math class with flying colors. I got like a A. It was like just it, just a teacher made it so much better. Gotcha. And uh I knew I needed to get out to get to Oswego. Mm-hmm. So that was kinda of my motivation to get out. And yeah. every day during Hedgehog's class, me and Tony would shoot a video. And, uh, we never went to class. I think we went to class like the last day and, uh, we both failed Hetchum and we were like, fuck, like we're not going to get into school. We're going to get kicked out. And we were like, wait, like they'll just take us as a transfer. Like, so what? We take one extra class. Yeah. Um, so I technically don't have an associate's degree, which is something doesn't I'll... mean anything in the long run. Well, I mean, it, it would have meant something if I got, if I never went to Oswego. Yeah. I mean, it's good. A bachelor's for... trumps the uh, associate's. Uh, of course. I mean it's just good resume fodder. Oh, of course. You know, but, and like but like in reality I'm two credits short. Yeah. At the scheme of, like if you look on my profile, I'm two credits short. So theoretically you could go back, do one class and get it. Do copy and script on it and yeah and bounce. But I don't want to. Yeah. It's stupid.
0: Um
2: If my mom ever listens to this she'll fucking kick my ass. Yeah. Wait, she doesn't know? Uh I think she kinda subtly knows. I never actually told her. So you never you never realized. I never I'd... got my she she knows. Okay. She knows. Okay. Because I keep throwing out my diploma and like like the thing, a case that comes with the diploma. Yeah. And I always wind up back in my room. Oh. Okay. So it's like she, like I try to low key like get rid of it.
0: You got throw it. You got throw it out outside of your house. It's gone. It's oh. finally gone.
2: I just do it. In, I took it with me one day. Do it in a dumpster. Okay. And I'm like goodbye. I'm like I'm done with this. Life.
0: <laughs> um. So you go to Oswego. So and you pretty much you go out for orientation. Which is usually a couple of days before everybody else.
2: No, I went – well, yeah. But I went in July with – it was me, Tones, Parker, Steve Parker, Kyle Apple, mm. and Pup. And we uh, killed it up there. It was mm. pretty fun. And so first day, the move-in day comes.
0: How are you feeling going up with all the stuff in the car and stuff like that? Um,
2: what was that? I'm sorry. I was, I was looking up for my class schedule. <sighs> How I happened. heard moving day.
0: Yeah, moving day. All the stuff in the car, moving up and stuff like that. How do you feel?
2: Um, uh, I'm ready. A okay. Lot of sh- a lot of shit had happened in my personal life. Hmm. Not just like. Not family. Not family shit, but like. Stuff just personal with, relationships. Yeah, with others and girls, and I needed to. I couldn't get over girls. Yeah, I... And I've told you that story. Yes. Um. And this other girl wanted to kill me and yeah, breaking that, up with her. And I was just like, I, I, I don't like, know how I'm going to get killed if I don't like her. You know? Yeah, like, no, I, not me- I remember you telling
0: me this story like the first week you yeah. we were up there. And I was just like, oh. Like, it's not my problem.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 it doesn't matter a ton of time, so I.
0: Yeah, and it is the mark of 51 minutes in that we made that made that joke. Oh, jeez. Um, Hold on one second. I will edit this out. Still fifty-one second minutes. Okay, so
2: Antonis is your roommate. Yes. Um, so who gets there first? I do by a little bit. Um, we both went up the night before. Stayed at separate hotels. Mm-hmm. I stayed in Lou. Where did I stay? I stayed at a Holiday Inn, but oh, maybe not. No, I stayed in some. Random smoking hotel outside of Syracuse. Oh, okay. Um, Why? How do you remember that smoking? Because I smelt it all night and oh. I thought I was going to die. Ugh. My dad was like, just sleep. I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> I can't dad, breathe. How can uh, I sleep? My mom and dad both drove me up. Uh, we had rented a car from the rental car. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a nice bagel before I left. Yoo-hoo. Said goodbye to my Strathmore friends. Oh. Took Str- the seven hour, six and a half hour drive to school. School mm-hmm. night before nah eight o'clock strolled up to school. I had no idea what the fuck we were doing. Mm-hmm. it was Friday uh Tony strolled up about two minutes later with his uncle and his brother Paul. yeah, they said goodbye, jumped the stuff on the curb, drove off, <laughs> so me and my dad and him we were just bringing stuff up. My mom's setting the room up. uh we do a casual style, just kind of move the desks against the bed. Mm-hmm. uh actually, no, we moved them to the wall, yeah. And uh, we left the beds, you know, perpendicular to each other. Perpendicular. Good word to you, sir. I'll give you a high five for that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and we were in. We moved in in about, you know, probably two hours. That's not too uh, bad. Oh, maybe Car- maybe she was. Was Carla there? Yeah, she was definitely there. They didn't just drop them off. That was the second semester- second year they just dropped them off and left. Okay. The first year they stayed. That would make more state. sense. Yeah, that's my fault. That's my fault. My fault.
0: Now I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And now, when's the first
2: time you guys? Come, when did you guys come down to the suite for the first time? Well, no one was there at the time. It was right. just us. You got there on early. Friday, right? So we had hung out with. They had the big like coming together. So the torchlight. Yeah, is what I'm looking for. And we didn't go obviously because we're rebels. Oh yeah. Uh, it was me. Rebel, a rebel, rebel. Me pup. Pup was living in Oneida with Kyle. <laughs> and Parker was living in Daga with, with Tom. Tom. Harris, Columban Columban Dylan, Dylan, Dylan and Peter? the Canadian Peter. Peter, Pierre. Yeah.
0: I call him Pierre because he's he's probably one of the nicest people in the oh, world yeah. too. What is he up to? I don't know. I, like I'm on I'm Facebook friends with him, but I have not heard from him and stuff like that.
2: Sometimes wonder what Tom's up to too. Uh, I know well, Tom's at the racetrack. I ta- yeah. I saw Jason Bicek actually the other day. Really. Yeah, at the Islander game last week. That makes sense because that's like his second home besides oh, City besides Field. besides City Field. Uh, you
0: yeah, know, Tom and I are do, we're shooting a film this weekend. Solid. Yeah. So and Tom, I said hi. Will do. Um, and so after the torchlight uh, ceremony goes off, while well, you not being there, they have well, we went like we caught the back half of
2: it. Okay. We wanted to go to the party afterwards, of course. So like there was like, uh, the torchlight, and then like behind it, there were like DJs, ice cream, like shit. A bunch of shit we we're like fuck this we left we walked on the wall to mcdonald's now i thought i was the most badass person in the world walking to mcdonald's <laughs> on my first night away from like everything my first night ever being like away like i had never been like to sleep away camp i'd right. never been you know this is my first night away you never and slept over at friends houses i did i did but okay. like six hours away yeah you know from home so i was like badass motherfucker <laughs> i am and then lo and behold, like two weeks later, I would go out with Jackson and we'd walk from way downtown back to school. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that was, you know, very anticlimactic. <laughs> but, I mean, it was, the first night we just went to McDonald's, got some food, walked back. Jackson came. Jackson was the first one there at like 8 a.m. Because his dad drives like a, a sub Yeah. Yeah. So his dad and mom were drinking Bloody Marys with his girlfriend then at the time. Was there as well. Jess, I believe her name is. And uh, I have a weird memory. I remember people's names. Yeah, so they're drinking. With, I, I never. I don't. I, I remember, remember faces. I, remember I don't. Plenty of people's names.
0: Names I'm terrible with. I well, I remember names. And I remember so faces.
2: Well. So I think we should stay
0: together so we can recognize
2: everybody where we go. Yes. Um, so the mom, his mom and dad are drinking bloody marys in his room <laughs> at like ten in the morning. I'm dying. Tones is laughing hysterically. I'm eating pop tarts, just chilling in the suite. So that's when I first go in the suite. Right. And then Larry takes, like, forever to get there. Larry didn't get there, I don't think, until, like, 5 o'clock. Yeah. He pulled up. Because then you were in the room by, like, 3-ish. Yeah. 3.30. We were just chilling. Oh uh, and, and then Larry came in with this throne. and
0: I must... Because I got there at, like, 9 a.m. Because I drove up. I, I got on the road at 3 in the morning. Got there at 9. Right. Moved in and everything like that. I, I don't know. Did I meet my roommate by that point? I don't think so. And I came over. And you and tones were not there but
2: <clears throat> maybe we came on I remember you being there when we got there
0: but like cuz they were making more bloody marys and his dad offered me one and I'm like no no I don't drink and he's like no oh, first eric now this guy yeah, and, I, and yeah. that was the first time I really got to know you cuz because I I might I may have seen you at the TV I, I'm probably not at Suffolk Yeah. No, I don't on.
2: remember you at Suffolk at all
0: so I remember that, Larry yeah but I'm just like I'm
1: like oh,
2: eric who the fuck yeah. is this eric and then well, then we, met at, in. we met at Cirillo's birthday well, second birthday maybe it was.
0: Yeah, but I think the we, year before. Yes, but like we, that was like like just oh, a high. Before, yeah, and we were just like a high, and then we just mm-hmm. kind of. It was
2: kind of just like Cirillo's, sort of, like oh, this is Tim, you'll be seeing him at Suffolk. I mean, at us we go, I'm like, hi, and I was drunk, drunken t- Justin. I'm like, alright, Justin. Yeah, like how are you doing? Hey, and anyway, it was, it was both... kind of like a mutual thing. And yeah, that was that. I don't even think I. I think that was the first time I met Larry. Was at that, that party. Yeah, and then like I didn't talk to him until school. That makes sense. And then Tones met you at Oswego. That still mind boggles me. Yeah, no, that he I, met I, you I, and Larry in Oswego. That yeah, still mind boggles me. Yeah, I, I never. And saw Justin, him. technically, he met at Oswego.
0: Yes, but I never, I never saw saw him or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, which means you probably never saw me. Yeah, and
2: which so, means you probably matched my face to my name at that point.
0: Yeah, by the time the unit tones came bombing back in and stuff like that, then I was like, oh, that's
2: Eric. Okay. Okay. Okay, Kevin. Okay.
0: <laughs> that, and I, also it's like the same time around, I think that's how I met Sebastian, too.
2: Probably. Or well, was he at Justin? Oh, the semester before. Yeah, he, what was he, he at? went up the semester before. Yes. He was then, with yeah.
0: Jackson. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, okay, okay. I'm getting my timelines all screwed up now. Um. So, first day of classes are here. What are your first classes? Mr. I, preparedness, he brought up his he, he brought his uh, Yeah, but it's not the right thing. So he, he broke Whatever. out a schedule for um,
2: us. my first class, nine ten, American government with Christina Dragomir. Dragomir. Her first ever class. Brutal.
0: <sighs> oh jeez. Sorry. Uh, no, it was. Uh, no, I, I She has a I, Russian
2: I, accent. I, Hard to a Russian accent teaching an American government class. But I'm not biased whatsoever. I mean, it wasn't that thick, but oh, okay. I mean, you could understand her. Yeah. I mean, I got a B plus in the class, so I mean, I really can't complain. What else did you take in that first semester? Glass after that, I took Astronomy 100 with my dude, Scott Roby. Oh, Scott Roby. Love that guy. <gasps> so much energy. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable t-shirts.
0: <sighs> oh, man.
2: So in love with astronomy. So in love with the stars. And, it, 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 and I love people like that. I it dazzled
0: it. you and Tones' imagination to no end. Oh, yeah.
2: So the fact that we last weekend up there, ever, we went to the planetarium. Yeah. Um, what else did you take? Uh, I was in advanced TV production with uh, Mary Beth Longo, mm-hmm. which that class actually made me very angry. I did not like that. I mean, I liked it, but I didn't because I thought it was like TV2. Yeah. Where they kind of give you a script and you go with your mind. Yeah. But it was more like field production. And I, don't, I didn't like the field production aspect of it. Like, okay. Because so, they split in half, right? It was like a quarter of okay. directing. Not even. It was like two weeks. Not even. Like, you know, it was like...
0: More field production than it was there's... More
2: of, Yeah, it was two field production projects and then you had a... Fi- the final was you make a TV show, eight to ten minute TV show. Gotcha. And like you had to direct, you had to crew it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my first project we had to do, a like, commercial for this company, uh, we did St. Luke's. Old retirement homes, right, right up on four eighty one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was fun. I had a good time, right. Um, worked with some cool people. Worked with Scott Sessino. Uh, who else I work with? Brian Doolittle, my dude. Uh, in Drew, I forget his last name, mm-hmm. but uh, we worked together. And then my second project I did on Oswego Art, okay, um, downtown art exhibit, right. Um, I forgot the guy, the artist that I did, but I worked with Drew on that we all edited it and we I basically edited the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And got no credit for it. Um, Zing. I'm stunned. <laughs> uh, and then I did, uh, and then I directed my um, final, which was uh, Jeopardy, which is a trivia game. Yeah. It was not rigged. Yeah. Which is cool. I'd rather, I love not rigging things. Yeah. It was rigged, The the contestants knew the questions. So like, it wasn't like nobody knew the answer. So, like, if they really wanted to win it – and, like, they got a real prize if they won. They got a $25 gift card to Pizza Hut. Gotcha. So it wasn't like if they didn't do their homework, they weren't going to get nothing. It was just for, like, a class. Like, we actually fucking gave them shit. Yeah. Uh, and we even gave the, the other contestants something, too, just to shut them up. We gave them, I like think, 10 to Pizza Hut. Oh, okay. So, like, everybody got something. Um, but they, it was fun. It was competitive. I directed the shit out of it. And uh, I didn't speak any words in that class. None. That's how mad I was at the class. And great story. First day of school, uh, I go into the class. I'm like, oh, you skipped over me for a syllabus. And she's like this nice, like, blonde, older lady. Not older lady. Like. Middle-aged. Middle-aged. Okay. And she goes, oh, I'm so sorry, honey. And gives me the paper. And I'm like. Uh, you are not Al <laughs> because that, cause I was so used to Al being like, "Oh, fuck you," and, and just throwing me, just making her. a paper airplane, just toss, crumpling it up maybe, and just tossing. She's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, sweetie." I'm like, "Ugh!" <laughs> it kind of grossed me out a little bit, and like that kind of turned me off on it too because I was like, "She's just like, oh, good job," and like I'm just sitting there, I'm like, "This sucks." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Because <laughs> you know? you, you're
0: so used to getting
2: ridiculed hard. Because it, it definitely, like... And it wasn't in a bad way. No, 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 no. It was no. critical.
0: But it's like, one of those things that, like, that people, like, it's one of things that, like, Al in kind of instilled in us that we were able to take ridicule and, like, it made us have a little tougher hide when it comes to yeah. certain things as well as making us more critical of our own work, which is something that, like, people upstate kind of took notice of. Right.
2: And I kind of like, sorry to cut you off. I kind of like that because it made you want to be better than the last person. Yeah. Like I wanted to be better than Sebastian at directing. Right. And on air. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know I was top, two. it was like me and Sebastian that were the best in directing. Right. And Tones. Yeah. And tones was in my class, TV2. Mm-hmm.
0: So when do you get involved? Did you get involved with TOP very first semester? Yes.
2: I was involved with TOP, went to the meeting. Uh, I. Went right to Dan and Matt Stone. Because they were. Because they. Brendan Phillips at the time was the live sports core. No, he was. what was he? I don't even know. he I don't even know what he was. he was, Oh, he was assistant uh, sports director. Okay. And he was sick of doing Chiron for hockey. And Omi didn't want to do Chiron for hockey.
0: Because he was the go to before he was, you.
2: Right. Well, before, Bishop, before Phillips as well. Okay. So it was basically like Omi would make the graphics, Phillips would do it. So Phillips was sick of doing graphics, and they needed someone to do graphics because Phillips was done in December. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm like, I went right to up to him. I'm like, Hey, I do graphics from you know varsity, and they have the same machine that varsity does, literally the same exact thing. They're like, Oh, thank God, like we'll be in contact. And after that, it was just Chiron for hockey, mm-hmm. and uh, so I was in right away. Um, I didn't really talk to Dan as much or Stone really. I didn't talk to Stone at all, right? And like now he's one of my best friends. Yeah. Um I honestly talked to him until like, my second year, no. in all honesty. I really didn't. Um, Why is that? Um, I don't
0: know. Just never had I always, I
2: Yeah, I always just thought – I mean, I kind of, like – I kind of didn't like people that kind of thought full of themselves. Right. Um, uh, Especially, like, being up there. So yeah. I thought he was, like, amongst, like, them. And I think you know what I'm talking about yes. a little bit. Yes. So I thought he was one of those guys, and, like, we kind of laughed about this all the time because me and Tones were, like, kind of like, eh, like, screw Stone, you know, like, he's just yeah. kind of full of, like, he's full, he's just one of those guys that's just full of himself completely, and he's totally not.
0: No, and that's why, like you said, you and, became really good right, friends with and him. and then
2: he thought I was also, like, full of myself because I was hanging out with, like, a ladder crew, like, white Kobe, Jackson, mm. you know, like, the guys and, that, their egos are really high, but... At the same time, they know what they're doing. Yeah. And he thought I was one of those guys. So, like, it kind of, like, interfaced with each other. and
0: Everybody's really standoffish with each other.
2: Not, not even that. Like, we were, like – like, we worked wide out together. He was mm-hmm. producer. I was Chiron. So, we sat right next to each other. We talked. But, like, we never actually went the distance and hung out with each other. Gotcha. Like, by the end of the, my tenure there, we were going to Syracuse Chiefs game, sitting in the press box, doing reports. Right. You know? And, like, he comes and hangs out all the time. And it's um, just funny how it just – it was weird.
0: Now, around the time, I also will say, like, because I started doing a TV show outside of WTOP called Jerry the Mildly Annoyed Vampire,
2: which... Audio king of the year.
0: You and you did camera work. I did. Even though...
2: Did it were, get cut?
0: No, it didn't get cut. It was just a little out of focus because the, those lenses were different compared to broadcast lenses because right. those are still lenses. So... It kind of threw you off a little bit, which I understand. That was my fault because we had like half an hour to do two oh, scenes. Yeah. So I, I Was didn't... that the
2: scene outside with Joe and uh, the kid no. and when he bites him?
0: Uh, no. Th- oh, I did a... audio for that scene. You did the audio for that scene, but like the camera was when we were inside uh, Mary Walker.
2: Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Because had... I was chasing him.
0: Yeah, because we did two cameras on that sh- yes, on that last yes, yes, scene yes, yes. because we were like, oh, we don't have enough time to do just a single camera.
2: Because Mary Walker was closing at like six, and we had we got there at five thirty.
0: Yeah, because that was the a lot of time we were allowed. Yeah, and uh, you have a great memory. I, I try. Uh, I completely forgot about that scene. And it was funny. I was, thinking, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about. T- oh, and
2: I remember it was the kid that was in the reception. That was the scene. Yes, it wasn't in the actual room. It was in like the waiting room.
0: Yeah, because we because we shot something. In I remember you yelling at me
2: for that. <laughs> Not but, yelling, but. You're like, God damn
0: it. Yeah, I was a little stern. I'll admit that. I, I mean, I didn't care. I was like, oh, sorry.
2: Yeah, You're no. It like, was out of
0: focus. My bad. But it's just like uh, – I felt well, really bad about it. I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry. I didn't make you feel no, that it. No, not bad.
2: not like you yelling at me, but the fact that I fucked up. Oh, that's okay. I take a lot of pride in, you know, not it's, fucking
0: up. It's funny because I was thinking about all the stuff I did at Oswego and stuff like that, all the short films Then with Jerry. I'm thinking about Tom and I putting it all together in one video – and us doing a commentary to it like all oh, of our Jesus. short films and Jerry and stuff like that and how, how many people we would have in for it that'd be amazing and I, we may do it in chunks so we have like people like Larry being on some you being on some and stuff like that and I'm just like
1: that's
2: gotta happen
0: yeah and like we'll cut out the credits to each individual one we'll put them all at the end and stuff like that
2: I think I also did the audio for the courtyard scene
0: I could see that that, that probably happened now um what was your two favorite memories both broadcast wise and personal wise in that first semester? Well I had two other classes oh, I okay. had a, sorry, I just you just remember like talking about it I mean whatever
2: so i had a I was in an archaeology class, upper elective mm-hmm. and I was in public speaking with Gabriel Hardy. that class I slid through he like was the worst teacher in the world oh jeez, um but the archaeology class like something had happened. I don't remember what, but I think I got like deathly sick, and Mary Walker was like. No, you got nothing wrong with you. I'm not writing you a letter. I'm like, fuck, oh, come on. And I had a test that day and I just I, – I, I took the hit. I took the zero. And then I was like – it got to like the withdraw period and I was just like, I need to make a move. Like I got I to do something. Mm-hmm. So I wound up withdrawing and failing, withdrawing with a fail. Right. Because it was past a drop period but it wasn't, it wasn't past a withdraw period and I was failing at the time I withdrew. So, I wound up being a withdrawal with an F, which, mm. I mean, doesn't really affect anything. But, I mean, it does, I think, a little bit, but not really.
0: Like, your not folks bad. would just be mad at you and something. like that. They
2: didn't want me to fail. Okay. Um. So, they were cool with it. And I was supposed to, fun fact, I was supposed to swim up there. Really? Yeah. Well, and, w- uh, why did that ever come to fruition? I went, I had all my stuff. I went to the team meeting on, like, the Sunday that everybody gets back. Yeah. He has a team meeting. Or maybe it was, like, late. Maybe it was, like, the first day of school. But whatever. And, like, I got, like, this 20-page packet. And, like, the like my friend had co- talked me up so much. like And, like, I was training for it. I was running. Like, I was in one of the best days of my life. And because um, I was so pumped. I was motivated. Because I didn't swim that whole year before. My last year at Suffolk, I didn't swim. Right. So I was pumped to get back in the water, get back with the team, swim meets, travel, do things like that. And then there's just like so much commitment, like community service. The practices didn't match my schedule, didn't fit in my schedule. So I had to swim 8 to 10 again at night. Like I swam all my two years at Suffolk. So mm. I'm like, I'm not swimming 8 to 10 p.m. by myself again. Like I'm not doing all this community service. And I came here to do broadcasting. Like one of their travel meets was during Whiteout. I'm like, I'm not missing Whiteout. Yeah. So I was like, I'm done. And I sent the coach a nice email, and all he said was, good luck. I was like, what a dick. All right. I'm glad it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Uh. So, and I'm way, I'm so, hot. and like my parents are like so understanding. They're like, oh, one less person, one less kid we have to visit because my sister, not visit, but like see, sw- I like feel bad about not sw- seeing swim because my sister swims in Pennsylvania, so they have to try to balance. And I was just like, I'm not doing it. My parents are really supportive. They're like, dude, like do you? I'm like, all right, do right. me. And going back to the question,
0: favorite broadcast memory, like, and then favorite personal memory of that first semester, favorite
2: broadcasting memory was definitely see I could say wide out but I think the scrimmage was fun it was more fun because it was all of us Suffolk guys working together mm-hmm. it was like Tom TD and me doing graphics Jackson was on air I remember that Parker did something Kyle did something Pup was on camera too um, I think Kyle did audio Jackson was on air Sebastian was doing something like all of us were doing something yeah. Sebastian directed it Okay. Uh, Tom was TDing. Tom, what was Larry? Uh, he might have been in the perch. Okay. Tom was a camera guy. Um, so it was just so much fun doing it all together. And, you know, that being my first, like, real sports. Sports. Today? Sport, today? It's my first sports broadcast. So that was kind of the best broadcasting memory. Whiteout's a very close second. Okay. Just from the magnitude and, you know, like the pressure and everything like that, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, um,. Yeah, that was definitely my my favorite moment uh for that first semester. And my personal favorite moment. Um I guess just fitting in with the station. Okay. Uh as well as it as well as it did. I mean, I knew Jackson was a big part in that. Yeah. Um and Larry and you guys all mm-hmm. being there already. Um but I mean, I think Dan's kind of said it says it best all the time that you know Jackson told him that he had nobody really like on the stick. so many people graduated in that uh, spring right and they were light like they were this year, but like you know like seven or eight of us came up from Oswego and uh, Suffolk and just like killed it mm. and he like couldn't be more proud and pumped. So I think from a personal standpoint, it kind of put Suffolk you know kind of in a good spot and you know I I like to have a say that I kind of had a helping hand in that. Which
0: is totally true because even though, like, I had my own show and stuff like that, I didn't really do any of the sports broadcast, something I do slightly regret. But um, it's definitely one of the things that definitely for that for that time period, you definitely had a helping hand with it and something you going further helping on later on in your later semesters at TOP. Now, the following semester, spring of 2014, my last semester there, I can't believe it's, yeah, I was. I can't believe I was only there for two semesters with
2: you. I know it definitely was felt. Yeah, I know it D- was. That, oh well, that did. last semester. We'll get to the last semester, but it was to a point where me and Tones were not talking to anybody. We were just sitting in our room for all night. And it and it was like, uh, I'll jump a
0: little ahead for when he's packed up to leave and I'm staying for to do the walk. Mm-hmm and he's in tears that like, yep. him and his brother like his brother's just like I, I gotta deal with this on the, the way home now I hope you're happy like that's the vibe I get and I'm just like oh man come here he's like I'm just
2: gonna miss you yeah. and I'm like that was the only person he cried was you
0: oh man and you it's nothing sadder like one like at least like guy friends wise or like just like one of those things like you never tones is so up
2: right you never see his emotion
0: yeah but it's like there's only two times I ever saw him cry one and a half happened early in the semester we'll get that story will we yeah yeah um I, but I don't think you were really that affiliated with it but we'll talk about it and yet the second time was when I was leaving and I'm just like dude you, you, it make yeah. it harder for me right now um since I brought it up the first L6 party <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think I remember it was, was it late yeah no it was w- it the May one
0: what do you mean Oh, no man. no it was like it was like January
2: <gasps> yes with Pup
0: with Pup the Pup and that was yes, like the first yes. time it was the...
2: great night she,
0: not for Pup but I mean it still was, it
2: was a it was
0: the first like really indoctrination to Banks into our group because yeah. of what happened was that Pup had gotten into a scuffle with one of uh, a just, house, house just for laughing yeah all,
2: I, I think there's more to the story than what he did but
0: yeah all, because, I mean I gonna it was, take but it, side. He, didn't, he didn't deserve no, he didn't what he got anything. But this one person who was inebriated decide to smash a bottle against Pup's face and Hugh fu- Jackson coming in and Q Jackson.
2: All I, all I remember from that, honestly, I'm sitting on the couch with like Bishop and I just, I hear a bunch of rumbling upstairs and like, Jackson comes out with, Jackson the, rip, comes rip, out rip, with the, the ripped rip, shirt the rip, the ripped V-neck. with Kara. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he goes, Suffolk, we're fucking what? out. Yeah, and I'm just and like, like, whoa. And I see Tones and Banks all fired up. I'm like, what the is going on, and then that was and that everything. was my position because I was I was holding guard the door. I you was, did a great job
0: because I didn't want banks going or tones going in because I knew they both beat the crap out of the kid who did this. And then walking back, tones like broke down. It's like Pops like the nicest person mm-hmm. in the world. He does not deserve us, yeah. and, that, and like, that's when he first broke down. I'm just like whoa, yeah. And that I'm, was a long night. And I'm just like, and I'm, that was the first weekend. That was the yeah, first weekend, first back. Saturday back. And I remember because I quoted the movie The Thing, and I'm just like, first goddamn week of winter. <laughs> I'm stunned I'm just like do
2: you remember when you watched Seven for the first time and how mind fucked he was Yeah. and how he loved it
0: so much so that you guys made a short film together we did but we'll get there in a moment but so what were your classes like coming into fall 2014 my
2: first class in fall of spring of 2014 yeah I don't know I said fall it's alright
0: my bad it's all good
2: Uh, media economics with Sir Jason Zenner yes uh, this was not a good semester for grade-wise. Then I had broadcast news writing with Sir Michael Ricky. Mm-hmm. That made up for me failing copy and script writing. Okay. Because me and Tones both had to take that class. Right. Uh, music and politics with the one and only Jonathan Shallot, my oh. dude.
0: Oh, John Shalit. I fucking love that guy.
2: <laughs> and uh, Denny for uh, Media Law, oh. which Sorry. was the hardest class of my life. Yeah, that's that probably that the class. theme I did the absolute most work in.
0: Yeah, that's probably the, my toughest class, in my entire
2: collegiate career. I was doing solid. I had a B plus going, and then I bombed the final. <laughs> I think I got like a forty on the final. Pope got like a sixty and passed, and I, I got a C. I got plus. I had like a C C-minus m- I had a C minus it
0: going into that final, and then the fi- knowing the final was the three first three tests pretty much combined. Yeah, I was
2: able to like get that to a C plus. And I was like, I I just don't even know what happened. I just I don't know. So. I love Denny, though. Yeah, no, like. Denny Den- was a fucking man. I mean. I could talk about that guy for two hours. And, it, like,
0: you know some of the stories, I, I won't say on Mike of things that happened with, with. Pop? Uh, no, no. Well, no, not Pop. But it's more about papers and, like, old tests and stuff like that. I term.
2: remember Justin saying on the podcast you released on. La- well, Monday The mm. 28th, I think No, 19th Yeah, yesterday Yesterday of this recording uh, he brought in I think it had to do with the guy That commented on News 12 And said, if I'm an anchor Yeah uh, And then all Andy Hurstman said was LOL Yeah I think, Is that the kid we're thinking yes. of? Yes
0: Okay But yes. luckily That kid was kind of a mess up So that's why Danny didn't really take it too much to, Personally But like, then again I went super paranoid and I'm Oh, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah Because I'm like I Blew up a, everything I, I tore it up And I flushed it But I didn't tear it up enough so the toilet clogged. So I had to put my finger into the Ooh, toilet. water, you had my finger in the toilet? Yes, and nice. rip it up even more and flushed it. And it mm-hmm. worked the second time and I get out of the stall and I, my hands are covered in water as the person walks in. I'm okay. just like, hey! nonchalantly. I'm just like, I feel like I could have smoked a pack of cigarettes Oh, yeah. Thinking I was going to get expelled or anything like that. But why wasn't, like you said, why wasn't this grades that well with this semester?
2: I don't know. Uh, I didn't start out too hot. Uh, it took me a while to get into the semester. Um, you know, media economics. I, I, I usually fail the first tests okay. of my classes. Only because I never really know what to study. And, like, the first test I feel like... Um, I kind of get a good idea of how the tests have ran. Okay. And... Operated. and I kind of did nothing the first half of the semester. Mm-hmm. And where the back half, I kind of killed it in crunch time. And, mm-hmm. um, so, like, with media economics, I was failing going into the final. I had an E going into the final. I got a 90. And, a, uh, and like, that was a, there, was a, there was, like, a 10-page paper that hadn't been graded. There was a presentation that hadn't been graded, which was worth, like, half a year grade. Right. And then there was the final that was worth, like, 20. So, mm-hmm. like, there's still 70% of the class that hadn't been graded. But because my first half of the class, I sucked. Like, I had to an eat, mm-hmm. And I was like, I know I'm going to get at least a C on the paper, and I'm going to get a B on the project, and I'm going to at least get a 70 on the final. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I did, and I got a C+. Nice. So I was like, so I wasn't concerned about that class. I wasn't concerned about media law, because I knew I was doing so well. Right. And Denny loved me, Tones, specifically, because me and Tones would wind up in class half hour early. Denny would walk in 15 minutes later, and we'd bullshit. Yeah. We, we'd shoot for 15 minutes.
0: But like, personal-wise, he's a really nice guy, and he's, like, if you had, a, like, an issue or a question, he'll give you the time yeah. of day no matter oh, yeah. what. He's just very tough yes, rating wise. wise
2: And I remember Puppet got in trouble for copywriting. Uh, I don't know if you know the story. You probably do. He was coming back from the girls' house from Ashley uh, – what's-her-face um, – oh. Nicole and – what's the other one's name? Maggie. Maggie. Thank you. And uh, if Justin was here, he'd yell at me
0: Duh. Duh. well, we didn't mention her name in his podcast either, so no. there we go, yeah,
2: um so he walked he was downloading a movie, and it didn't finish downloading, and when he got back on campus, it auto downloaded, and he got up well, getting a file from the school and from whatever, saying that you know he had copyright infringement infringement. So me and Tones then started calling them copyright infringer, (laughs) and ironically, in class we started talking about copyright. Right. So at the end of class, we're like, "Pup, like go talk to him about it. Like you'll find it fucking hilarious." So he goes up and talk, and like I didn't know what movie it was at the time, and uh, he goes, you know, like he reads the paper. He goes, "This is amazing," and Pup goes, "Ah, you know, I fucked up." He goes, "No," he goes, "At what you were downloading," and he's like, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "Catch me if you can." Really. He's like, that's unbelievable. Oh, and yeah, me and Tom's look at is- each other and we're just dying. We're like, oh my God, pup, really? Out of all the movies that you get caught on downloading, it is Catch Me If You Can.
0: A movie that's about person fraud against the American government too. It is so. unbelievable. I mean, great movie. I love it. Fantastic. But...
2: Leo, how Leo has not won an
0: Oscar? Most men uh, won't win the Oscar before the age of 40. Really? That's what the trend is. Some guy on YouTube did like a, like a statistics of all the people who won an Oscar. How old like, is Jared, Leno? Jetto. Jared Leto? Jared he, Leto. He's like 45. Is he? Yeah. Damn. So they, he looks if, a young 45. And like Matthew McConaughey. I know Matthew
1: McConaughey.
0: He's like 46. Yeah. Okay. I, I, if, if anything, if that may just be applicable to best actor because Leto got it for best supporting actor. Right. Most women will win their best Oscar under the age of 40. Right. And then won't get it again until after age 60. Right. Because so, that's but, like the pity
2: one. The pity one, or, or, or it's, the, it's the comeback role. Right. And Where they're not heard of for, like, five years, and then they come back, and they, like, Meryl Streep it. Yeah, and, but, like,
0: again, like, Meryl Streep's just, like...
2: Oh, kill him. I, just... I, may, I make
0: it rain with Oscars. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, that's why Leo hasn't gotten it. So, but he's, like, I think he's, like, 39, 38 or something he's like that. He's kind have a new movie...
2: The Reverend. Yeah, That's... which I read. He almost like, died.
0: Shit. Yeah, that'll be another podcast when that comes out because we'll probably end up doing a spoiler filled review of it. So, what's your um, affiliation with TOP in your second
2: semester? Uh, I was doing a little bit more. Um, I was Chiron manager at that point. Okay. So, Omi had tapped me. He had texted me one day. Uh, he's like, and I had taken over Chiron for the playing field. Mm -hmm. the big sports show up there. And he's like, you know, I, I, you like, I go to Chiron. I need you just to make sure Chiron stays good and I'll give you your title. I'm like, all right, cool. So I got a TLP email. So I was Chiron manager. Basically my duties were to make sure every day of the Chiron is working. If there's an issue to fix it. Yeah. Um, there wasn't really anything. I think the animation kind of fucked up once and I had to go in and fix it for the OTS. Right. Um, but only helped me with that. And then, you know, we finished hockey. Uh, we did the playoff game. I didn't go to Geneseo. And uh, I was kind of debating on what I wanted to do the following year, T.O.P. wise, because elections happen in, like, April. Mm-hmm. So um, I was, like, you know, kind of doing – I was graphics for news on Sebastian's night. And uh, I was directing Laker Connections. Which wound up being my baby the following year. Yeah, I real I took a big pride in that. I took a big pride in it that semester as well, uh, just because it was so new and you know we were leaps and bounds better than the first semester. We had graphics, we had video, we had you know all this shit, so it was like a real show. Yeah. So I was really more involved in that rather than you know anything else because live sports kind of slows down. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. At that point, um, so one night we were just chilling L six which is a go-to house. Yeah. And uh, Blaze had lived there. Bishop lived there. Kobe, Josh K, and uh, Taylor. Yeah. Um, so I was just chilling. And I kind of had an inkling to run for sports director. um, But I, like, I didn't want to – like I didn't know what like it required. Like I saw Blaze kind of running around with his head chopped off. or I saw Dan really running around with his head chopped off. Uh, he resigned, and then Blaze kind of took over, and he kind of like did nothing because it was like the spring and – I was like, I don't want to deal with all that. BS yeah, in really the really big thing was the
0: the mobile um, broadcast broadcast in Geneseo.
2: which me and Blaise and Go on, yeah, we went to Plattsburgh that weekend, yeah. So yeah, Bishop like uh, pretty much like ran that one along with Wilcox. Yeah, that was uh, that's a different story <laughs> for a different day. So uh, not that you know it was bad, but it was very good. Yeah. Um. So me and Bla- so like Bishop's like, what do you want to do? I'm like I kind of want to run sports director. Yeah, oh, that's why I was kind of keen on it because I know where Blaze was on it. Because mm. I know Blaze had another semester, and I know if he was going to run again, I didn't know if he was just going to keep it. Like I didn't want to run if Blaze was going to be sports director because I was going to be like, all right, whatever. Like I'll just take a board position, right? You know, like I don't, like, I'm not going to run against you. Like it's running fine now.
0: Yeah. You know? So Blaze. What is can like, I do that you can't do? Exactly.
2: So I'm like, I'm not going to run against you. So that was my mindset. And he didn't know that. I mean, he did. I'm telling him. So I'm like, I kind of want to run a sports director. I'm like, but I don't know what Blaze is doing. So I told that to Bishop. And Bishop's like, Blaze. Blaze goes, what? He goes, come here. So he goes, tell him what you just told me. I go, I kind of want to run for a sports director. Like, I don't know where your mind is. He goes, really? I'm like, yeah. He goes, I fucking love you. Mm -hmm. And he just, like, hugged me. He's like, we're going to a plastic this weekend. We're going to talk about it. I'm like, you're not running? He goes, no one knows. This is like February. So, like, he knew that he wasn't running. He was right. done. And, um, he's like, the only person that I know is running is Sonny. And, uh, so he's like, I kind of, like, he's like, I'm kind of recruiting people, but, like, I don't know who to recruit. But, like, knowing that you want to run is fucking huge because you have a whole year. Like, Jackson is going to, like, kind of be looked at. Like, they don't want another one semester guy. Yeah. Sebastian is going to be looked at because they don't want another one semester guy. I don't want to be there for a semester. So,. He's like, I'm so fucking happy that you wanna run,, mm. so we go to Plattsburgh. we shoot a bunch on you know uh sports director, do it in the day, windmills S- dope trip, no, that was the week before, oh right, that right, was the right. SUNYAC quarterfinal, yeah, we went for the women's right, um, right, 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 right. in Plattsburgh we were gonna stay we we're gonna find a hotel room random hotel room and stay the night if they won, but they wound up losing uh two nothing to elmira, um, so we leave. We shoot the shit uh, on the way back. B- Twitter's, Twitter's blowing up that the men won. Twitter's Our Twitters are blowing up from making the roadie to Plattsburgh. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of ha- happy with where I'm standing in life at that point. Right. Um. You know, I'm pumped that the broadcast went well. I'm pumped that, you know, me and Blaze are becoming friends because, you know, he was in Spain my whole first semester, so I really didn't know him. Yeah. And... um uh, I still really didn't know him at that point, like well enough. Like this is kind of like how you guys broke the ice. Yeah, and like I mean, like we knew, like obviously we knew each other. Like we party, like we met a lot when he ground spiked the vodka bottle on the front porch of l Six. <laughs> yeah. That was really, and then he shoved the he shoved the ar- the Clementine, into his eye, and that really was unbelievable. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Intel's like this is amazing. <laughs> He's like this dude's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. You know, Bla- I kind of go to the meetings then, and then Blaze, uh, kind of watch how Blaze operates everything and kind of keeps his board. Um, and uh, Sonny comes up to me one day and he goes, You're running for sports director? I'm like, Yeah. He's like, I'm like, Are you? He goes, Oh, I haven't decided yet. I'm like, All right. Well, you know, like, uh, you know, if you want to run, run. Like, you know, I'm not going to stop you. So he goes, All right. Uh, so he winds up, I find out he's not running. And then, like, two days before the election, he's running magically so I'm like alright whatever I'm like I don't care uh, so I think the night before it was at L6 party Blaze came into the interview very hungover and then yeah cause the next day was a softball game yes so I have my suit on I'm like ready the interview's like 5-10 minutes I'm like yeah I, you know, I talk and uh, you know, I shake all their hands Blaze texts me he goes nice job and I was like oh thanks buddy get ready for the game and Blaze like, congrats. And, like, that was my own official, like, you know. Mm. And then uh, I got a call on Monday from Kelsey saying that I had won. And I was like, I'm fucking pumped. Mm-hmm. Let's go. So uh, that was that. And then I had build my board, which that was a whole other scenario with Sonny. Uh, I had – I tapped uh, Jackson. It was my last sports PA for another semester. Sebastian was the sport, original production sports PA. He didn't want that position anymore just based on the amount of work it was. And I totally understood I had another role for him. He was my life talent coordinator, which replaced Joe Noel's position of uh, live game something, live sporting event, PA, or whatever. So he had a role. I wound up having – I tapped Scott W. Scott W. Kurowski as my lives, uh, original sports production PA Blaze was my assistant, which was huge um, knowing that he would come back. That was, my only, that was my only inquire. I said, I'd run. I'll run if you're my assistant. He goes, Done. I'm like, All right, cool. Right. Um, so that was my only, because I didn't want to do it alone. Yeah, no. And, like, I, I knew Jackson would have helped me out. Um, but you wanted a very but we both, strong no, team. Right. I wanted a very strong team my first semester. So when the three of those guys were gone, I knew what the fuck I was doing. Right. And like, I knew what I was doing. You know, even, like, I needed, like, a week or two, Yeah, I think, to really realize what I was getting myself into. I mean, acrobats start out with the safety net before they take <laughs> it
0: away, so that's that was your safety Thanks net. To... They still use the safety net, though. Yeah, I know, I know, I'm talking. T- t- sometimes t- they fall. Yeah, I mean, just look at the, the Dick Grayson's parents. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, maybe I, every time I've insulted somebody today, either I've hurt myself <laughs> or that's happened. So I think I should stop insulting you because uh, DJ always spilled some uh, hot cocoa. I didn't spill anything. It's almost did. It. It's like milk. Uh, so, Just the way I like it. Uh, uh, after I made that Dick Grayson joke. Now, what was your probably your proudest broadcasting moment and personal moment there? Second semester? Yes.
2: Jesus, second semester? Um, hmm, I gotta think. Uh, proudest broadcast? Hmm. I don't even know But yeah, the Plattsburgh. No, yeah, uh, yeah. uh, that wasn't no, second semester. We didn't broadcast in Plattsburgh. Oh, okay. What are you saying? Um, like- we went, but as fans. Yeah. And then we stayed over. Um, I'd probably say the the one of the playoff games. Okay. Um, yeah, one of. The, I mean, we only had one playoff game though. Second like semester is kind of like a dull, a dud. I feel like for for broadcasting sports, one. at least that semester. Okay. Um, because we had beaten Fredonia and then we went on the road to Plattsburgh and then we went on the road to Geneseo. So like, we really only have one game. That was actually fun. Cause that was a blizzard game. Oh no. That was the, That was Bowden with the bus. Yeah. In Canales. That was yeah. a fun one. Yeah. That was fun.
0: And that was like, that was like the talk of, of the campus when that happened. Yeah. Especially amongst our group of friends. Oh and stuff yeah. Like we that. were killing
2: them. It was great.
0: Now, what was your favorite? Would you say the election was your
2: favorite personal memory that semester or was there something else? Uh, trying to figure out my life was like a good memory. Uh, the the getting named sports director was fun. Okay, that's my best moment because you know here I was being there a year and now I'm in more in power. You know, and that was kind of my not in power, but like that was kind of my one thing that I wanted to go into. I wanted one of us to be sports director. One of us. One of us. By the or at least on the board by the time we were done. And Banks wound up on the e board. Yeah. His second, his first semester, <laughs> um, which, we, which which is unbelievable. We
0: made so many jokes about when that happened.
2: Oh yeah, and um, so that was cool. And you know, knowing that he was VP of Ops, which was a great decision because all of his new line background and expertise, and as sports director, I felt like you know that next year was going to be on fire. We were going to be lighting the place up and pulling some great content.
0: Now. You choose to stay behind to do the graduation. Yes. How was that for you knowing that Larry and I were leaving?
2: Amongst it was many, sad. As, Amongst many others. It was sad. Um, I remember I was pumped I stayed because I got to hang out with you guys till the very end. Yeah. So that was cool. I remember um, uh, we packing. The, we got we'll, dinner together. Yeah. We, I hung out with you packing. Because we Latin. listened to our, 80, our yes. 1999 mix and yes. the 2000 on mix. YouTube. Yes. And Larry was out with Nikki doing stuff with her and his family and – Getting, I think he went out that night. Me and you were like, "Fuck that!" We're just gonna stay watching movies. Yeah. I think we watched the car, the car movie with uh, where they have the guys trying to buy the car dealership from across the street. Used cars, used cars. Yeah, great movie. Yeah, I think we watched that that night.
0: We may have because
2: what did we watch? We definitely watched a bunch of movies that
0: we, night. Used cars, we definitely
2: watched. No, I think it was with the group. Used cars was with Tones, yeah. definitely. So, but like, what did we watch that night? Did I ever tell you I wound up watching that movie on my own one night on like Encore? No. It was on, and like I was like, oh, this is fucking amazing. And I watched it.
0: My buddy Chris and I did a podcast about it, and he was just like- Fantastic movie. And it was just like and it was right after it, so it was like immediate reaction. And he's like, what? Like, this is so ridiculous. Oh, it's so much, absurd. But so much fun. Yeah. It's escalation perfe- oh, perfection
2: yeah. right there. You said it, even when we watched it for the first time, you're like, this is the most ridiculous movie you will ever, ever see. Yeah. How it starts out and how it, how ends, it ends,
0: you will not expect no. where it ends. Uh, yeah.
1: You're good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the license plate is complete. There we go. Um, unbelievable. And so, knowing that Larry and I are leaving, amongst many others, not just, just making all right. that out, stuff like that, how do you feel going into the next semester?
2: Um, there are a few question marks. Um, definitely, you know, engineering-wise, um, because Joe, well, Joe was still around, but he wasn't really involved in TLP that he wasn't going to be involved in TLP. He was going to NYO. He wasn't, well, he wasn't at that time of graduation. He really wasn't going anywhere. Right. Um, I mean, I had Brian, but he kind of wanted to be a little, Ryan Ruderman. He yeah. kind of wanted to just take a little step back. So I had a really young, um, uh, engineering group of people you know, that didn't really have a lot of time on their hand. Bishop was gone. So, I mean, there were kind of some thoughts in my head going around like, you know, what the fuck? Like, I'm going to have to learn this shit in the back of my head real quick. Like, I knew a lot of it. I knew about 80, like 50% of it. Right. Uh, technical wise. Like, I don't know how to, like, like routing was my toughest problem. And like, Mm. Bishop literally sat in the back room with me and I just could not grasp it. Yeah. Like, I figured out the, um, the, the fiber lines. Yeah. Um, I just couldn't figure out, um the punching of the routes. Gotcha. And, um, I did eventually. That, okay. That following year. But, uh, you know, my biggest thing was balancing sports directing in school. Um, I had to graduate in May. And, uh, I was upset you guys were leaving. hmm. I was upset that Jackson and Sebastian had a month, that it had, they had a, half, a semester left. And, um, you know, I knew I really needed to make it a great year because I knew I was going to have a lot of free time, especially when hockey started. And, um, uh, I was talking. Was it? Yeah, I was talking on and off with this girl from upstate, and uh, you know, graduation was up, was sad because I, I like had I had I went to dinner that night with Ashley Barker, Christina Deem, and Ruderman. We went to fuck. Where do we go? Where do we go? Where do we go? Press box. No, we went somewhere in Syracuse because oh, okay. I, I had a hotel in Syracuse for the night. For your graduation, for me, yeah, no, for the one I worked. Yes, okay. Because okay. I stayed across the street from the airport. Yes, yeah, I yeah. flew home that next morning. Uh, fuck. It's a there's we have one. It's by uh, before Patch Coburg Road. It's in the shopping center with uh the Holiday Inn or whatever hotel that is. Applebee's. No. <laughs> whatever. No, it'll come back to me yeah, eventually. Okay. So. We have dinner there. They drop me off. Jay Long comes through to the hotel room. We chang for two hours, <laughs> three hours. And then I'm going to Ben. This couple's having really loud sex next to me. And I'm just like, this is fucking great. It's like four in the morning. I have to leave at five. I'm like, I- I'm off campus. And I'm still dealing with <laughs> this kind of ridiculousness. And like the hotel is dope. No elevator though. It's kind of tight. Um, so I wake up, like get like an hour's sleep. I fly home. And, uh, you know, I was pumped with how things left there. Um, you know, like I said, I was upset that you guys weren't there. Um, and, uh, you know, I knew we had to make the most out of the year that we had.
0: And so fall 2014 comes around. What are your
2: classes' situation like? Classes' situation was, um, I don't think it was that bad. It wasn't bad at all, now that I remember. Um, I, had, I had an online class. And then my Mondays didn't start until 4.30 p.m. Monday, Wednesday, 4.30, no class Friday. It was the most amazing schedule in the world <laughs> because Friday was a big hockey day. So I did that on purpose. I was like, fuck that. I'm not doing anything Friday. Yeah. So especially my first semester, like as sports director. Mm. So I had programming, uh, broadcast and programming with James Lurch. And then followed by sports broadcasting with Lurch, which you've heard Jackson talk about on his podcast. So mm-hmm. I'm not really going to go into it. Uh, and I had also sales online, which that's a, that's a fun story. Uh, and then Tuesday Thursdays, I had tech and civ with Judith Belt, which Jackson has talked about on his podcast. He requested, me, he told me in tones to take it. Right. Love the class. And then uh, I had the fundamentals of music theory with the one and the only. Robert Allen. <laughs> How was that? It was tough. Oh, really? Seb- yeah, Sebastian warned me about it. He's like, I took it. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. And you know Sebastian, he's a music guy. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm like, fuck. And, like, Will Afertit was in the class, and I somehow got through it. I somehow got a C. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. And I told Tones to take it, and he took it with Max Collins, mm-hmm. and they barely got through it. Um... So, what was it like balancing your sports directed,
0: sports director responsibilities with your school responsibilities and your
2: just your free time personal responsibilities? Um, it was easy. Like I scheduled a lot of my meetings on Mondays and Wednesdays mm-hmm. before four thirty. So, like I would go like if Belak needed to talk to me, I would uh, go to him at like one o'clock on like a Monday or a Wednesday. Um, you know, I, we had a lot of meetings because we had, I was trying to get the frozen dome for a while and then um i had done all the work for pretty much frozen dome i was doing uh we had broadcasted the usa game yep um <laughs> which i did chiron for and i was doing chiron for like the courtland game or whatever game was next and like our servers went down and we were like we got kicked off sidearm and belac was calling me he's like fucking fix it so I like made Jamie do graphics and I was trying to fix get us back on the web. I called Rudy to come down, Rudy's trying to fix it. Like I'm calling sidearm, Mike's bitching at me and you know, it's just crazy. Like not like that hockey and even from Laker, from volleyball, nothing really got flowed easily. Right. Um there was always an issue with mm. sidearm or with the kind of routing and like that and like that was my biggest fear, um, going in. Um I'm working at the kinks really well, though. Um, and then after that second home game, I was like, I'm not doing anything. I'm done. I'm done doing stuff. Like, crew-wise. Right. Like, I'm going to be a permanent runner. Like, I will fix whatever. Right. Like, I need to be on call. Right. You know, I can't just have random people jumping on graphics that have never done graphics before. You know, God forbid I'm directing. We go out. What am I going to do? Yeah. You know, so I needed to make sure everything so was delegated. set uh and i mean like it was partially a learning experience for myself and justin mm. who was the uh vp of engineering at the time right um, it was a learning experience for all of us and uh, i kind of begged rudy to kind of come to every broadcast and mm. eventually with some begging and i kind of made a spot for him on my sports board the spring right and he came on for uh he was there for me
0: and so with that in mind what was your favorite broadcasting moment and then what was your favorite personal moment during that semester
2: There were so many. We did a lot. Frozen Dome? Uh, that was just a pain in the ass. Um, I'm okay. not even kidding. That was a pain in the ass. But was it worth it? <sighs> that broadcast pisses me off. Why is that? Uh, just like the whole build up to it. You know, like what the the work I did and then, you know, it was a presidential project and it just kind of got taken away from me. And like, I mean, like I, I, I knew I wasn't going to be able to do it by myself. Right. Like, I knew I wasn't gonna bring a mobile cart to fucking Syracuse yeah. and fucking do a broadcast. You know, I knew that was not going to happen. Mm. I knew I wasn't gonna get an XLR long enough for that. And like I knew I wasn't getting alright to it anyway. Like I had every I had the crew planned out for what I wanted if I got it. And uh, you know, at that point, uh it's about a week before I hadn't heard anything from Mike. I'd gone to a bunch of meetings with the owner of the Crunch, Howard Dolgan. Um and the Crunch Media, I'd gone to a bunch of interviews with them, and like they had a sit-down luncheon uh, where I met Jim Saracy, the, who's the CEO of the Syracuse Crunch. I met Howard Dolgan. I went with uh, – it was me, Dan, Jackson, Josh K., Mohawk, and uh, Brill, mm-hmm. I think, was with us. We hung out, you know, kind of got an idea of what was going to happen. Uh, but that was mainly for the Crunch Utica game. It wasn't really for – Yes, we go Utica game. So right. There's really kind of some hidden. Agendas. Agendas that like we didn't know. And then I shot an email to Tom, who is one of the engineers at Time Warner. Uh, I was like, hey, like, I kind of want to do what we did with the Media Summit and the Tomorrow Show because we had a whole production truck for that, which we also did <laughs> that semester. And he's like, we're talking to your school right now. He's like, they're probably going to have to pay a price. And I was like, fuck, like, T.O.P.'s going to have to, like, pay a price for this. Like, fuck, like, you know, I don't want to be that burden. Like, they're going to like rob us, essentially. Yeah. Not in a bad way, but, like, they're, it's a real production. Like, they're going to use people and they're going to need money. Yeah. And then the presidential alumni office take over. Bishop goes, I need to talk to you. I give him everything that I have. So he basically takes control of the whole thing. Uh, we go through a hundred different. Literally probably like 50 to 100 different crew lists I made up in about a 24-hour span. Just him going, oh, this isn't good enough. I don't want him there. I don't want him there. So it kind of turned into me doing – me wanting that crew and him just like, no, I want these people where I want them. You know, And that, that kind of burn me the wrong way, but like, like there's a reason why I don't want these people working or I want them in a certain position. Okay. You know, like he was giving people positions based on titles. Okay. And I wanted people on there based on ability. Sk- Skill set. And I was kind of pissed off at that. Uh, the only thing I did really agree on with him was Blaze directing and Sebastian hosting. Yeah. Because uh, there was a thought that Sebastian, I was going to let Sebastian direct, which I really wanted to. Um, but Bishop was like, do you remember me in the truck? I was like, yeah, I guess. Like the first time, you're like, whoa, what the fuck is this thing? Mm-hmm. And, uh, we kind of, it was kind of like one of those things where like, you got to get in and like, no, no like site surveying the production truck. Like you got to go. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and Sebastian wants to be on air and, so it and direct. So it, it, it worked out for his reel. Um, and I mean like the biggest problem with me was the congestion of the truck and like everybody just wanted to look in it and like, see, and it went on. I'm just like, I got to fucking work, like move. And, yeah. Like, I've been in plenty of, like I was in varsity trucks every week for football. Mm-hmm. So like, I've seen it all. The varsity truck was ten times better than a Time Warner truck. Mm. Not going to lie. <laughs> Although it was sick how they had those different compartments. Yeah. Uh, they had the audio in the back, production, and then like the rack room where yeah. Varsity, it was all one big truck. Right. With no doors. So that was kind of cool about it. But I mean, like it was just kind of those things and like I just needed to work. I was getting yelled at by Mike again for the web stream not working for the women's. The women's parents were yelling at me on Twitter at the sports Twitter page and like it wasn't our fault, CTS kinda of dropped the ball on me on that and then I was like, I don't fucking know, I'm fucking doing shit. And I hung up on my he got really pissed. And like I didn't care. Um and then Bishop was yelling at me to do shit and I was making I was running in and out of the carrier dome all day and it was uh it was hectic. It was crazy. Um but I mean you know, it, it it it's just one of those things that I talk to Stone about occasionally. And it's like, you know, that kind of... that Like, me, Tones, and Stone worked our fucking ass off that day. Mm. Like, nobody literally saw us. Um, you know, nothing against Dan. He's a VP of production. Like, he should be helping me out. But, you know, he went into his own little world and kind of get ready for play-by-play, play, which is fine, like, whatever. Like, you do, like, whatever you gotta do. Um, and, uh... And I mean, it 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 it's just thinking about it, like a little bit burned. Like I don't know why it burns me. It just irks me somehow. It's just like ir- like it was something that like I like I had done and like like the, like I, there were some people on the crew that I didn't want on the crew and I mean I, I'll admit the people that I wanted on the crew instead of the, some of the people were kind of fucked up like Adam McKibben on <laughs> on there, which he had nothing to do with TLP, but I just needed someone and I wanted like I wanted someone that knew hockey. Yeah. Um. So. No, then, what,
0: then what would you say which broadcast you're proud of that semester then
2: uh the U18 game okay uh I thought that was our best game we uh there was our you know it was the U18 game so like you're gonna see Austin Matthews like Jackson said in his podcast draft number one overall mm. like we beat them 6-3 right you know so that was definitely the most fun game uh for that semester and your favorite personal memory for that semester Accomplishing Frozen Dome. Gotcha. Um, you know, actually finishing it and being like, that was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, 12,000 people watched. Um, you know, that was cool. Gotcha. That was really cool. Um, so And I got a girlfriend that semester, so I must be popping. Of
0: course. Now, your final semester is upon you. What are you feeling going into
2: it? I had had it. Really? I was done. I was... F- Drained, and I had so much still left to do. Classes wise, semester. no broadcast wise. That for example, uh, we had a whiteout that week. Uh, that semester, we had playoffs. That semester, we had. Uh, I went up a couple weeks early for broadcasts. Yeah, um, just you had, and the RA's we a, practically. We had a, like ten to twelve broadcasts left to do, you know. And I wanted to get spring sports somewhat going. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, be like was on my ass for that, so. Um and we had had some trouble with the pre pre, like the we have the uh, Pathfinder Classic. Yeah, there were streaming issues with that. There are streaming issues with another game, so I was like, I didn't know what to expect on that going on.
0: Is it just the equipment or just
2: uh, ah?
1: Yeah, 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 it, it was that it, consistent. It, it,
2: it wound up hap- what wound up happening. I fi- I kind of figured it out was that the encoder would stop. Okay. Um. So what we would do between broadcasts is just start and stop the encoder. Like, I wouldn't start the encoder until, like, 6, mm. as opposed to leaving it running. Gotcha. Through, like, the women's game. So, there would be a women's game and a men's game. So, like, I would stop the encoder for the women's game, and I'd restart it for the men's game. And that kind of made it work. Gotcha. And with
0: all that in mind and classes-wise, like, how would you, like, were you, were you stacked with classes for your
2: last semester, or was it pretty easy? Let me check the phone. Okay. Okay. I think I was pretty stacked, honestly, because I needed to get out. Like I said, oh, I had taken a winter class. I had taken Com Ethics with Tones, and uh, that was fun. I took a summer class with you too, Tim. Yes, we did. We, Survey so yeah. Public Relations. Yeah. Killed it. Yeah, we did. And I took Earth Fury with Tones. So that was fun. <sighs> uh yeah, I was stacked. I took all three hundred classes. Uh, I took Intro to Opera. How was that? It wasn't bad. Okay. I watched a movie all day. That's cool. So it was fun. Jeremy was like, don't take it. I'm like, dude, it's fucking amazing. I'm watching a video. Like, it's unbelievable. Same teacher for both? No. Uh, that's uh, why Juliet Forshaw. Julie Forshaw. Then I took Children's Lit with uh, Jean Choi Smith. Mm-hmm. That was brutal. Uh, yeah, women's woman's lit can be like that. And Children's Lit is... I don't request that class, no. <laughs> that was... Me and Rob Hagan were killing ourselves. And so, How I got a D in that class... Who knows? I don't know. So. Then I took uh, West in the World Online, and then I took New York State Politics with uh, Ruddy. How was that? Fun. Yeah. Great class. I love Ruddy. Ruddy's Ruddy's
0: awesome. Like, probably one of my favorite teachers in general in my college career. Really?
2: That's awesome. Yeah, I killed it. Um, And I didn't even think I did that good. It's just one of those things I was like, whoa, I got a fucking A. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Kind of like sales. I was scheduled to get a C plus. I like got A minus. So I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll take it. I was like, all right.
0: Um, so with all that in mind, and like sports directing, which had more of your attention for the first half, sports. uh
2: for the first half, school because I had to figure out my schedule because there was a one class that I didn't like. I forgot what class it was. It killed me. And then I went into this other class. It was a lot of, and like it was, I wanted to. It was like my throwaway class. Like I needed like a lower division. Yeah. So I took, three, I took four upper division and one lower division, two lower divisions. I took West in the World 100 mm-hmm. online. So I wanted another throwaway class, and I didn't want to lose that online class because I liked having my one, my Tuesday, Thursdays off. So I would go to class Monday, Wednesday, Friday pretty much 9 to 7. Yeah. And uh, Which sucks. I don't request anybody do that. <laughs> so like, it was a lot of juggling the first two, three days of classes. Finding the right class for like my 1020. Mm-hmm. And I found Intro to Opera on like a Wednesday. And I was like, all right, this is, I'm done. I literally switched like four classes. I got charged. Really? Yeah, because I dropped during the semester. So they charged me. I, I didn't realize. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, you're getting billed for all these classes that you're not taking. Cause you, like, only, like they gave you back 75%, yeah. but you had to pay the 25%. So I was like, like, I literally dropped them on Monday. She's like, "Yeah, well, you still got to pay for it." I'm like, "Fuck." I'm like, "Sorry." She's like, "It's all right. Like, yeah, it was like one of those things where it's like, I just want you to get out." Yeah. You know. And uh so I figured, once I figured that out, then all my mindset went back to to uh TV, to T.O.P. And T-O-P. T.O.P.
0: Now, what was your favorite sports broadcast moment that semester?
2: Whiteout and what and what, what what were you doing for that did you have any impression oh you just yeah, okay you I did. was directing uh there was a little bit of going back and forth on what I was going to be doing mm-hmm. uh Dan wanted me in the booth with him yeah and I had been in the booth a lot with Dan and uh I was calling games with Jackson Burner who was a freshman at the time I was just kind of getting used to being on air I called the game I think with Tom with wow, wow I just called him Tom with Banks, new Tom, new <laughs> Banks, uh, Schwartz, Schwartz, to the <laughs> crematorium. I miss Mitch Lem. Oh, what a guy! Uh, and then more Jew-hating jokes right now in yeah. the podcast. Oh
0: yeah. Uh, so we don't hate Jewish people.
2: There was a time where, like, I wanted like to do color. There really was. I wanted to be next find you some Crowns. <laughs> <I hate you. laughs> oh God! Um, there was a time where I wanted to do color commentary with Dan mm-hmm. Like I thought being in the arena because at that point I'd only been in like in the arena for like two games right my entire career mm-hmm. so I was like what better way to be in like a white out game like in that atmosphere you know calling it a big game Um, and then during winter break I was just like sitting there and I was talking to Kat a lot because we were dating at the time yeah which nobody knew
0: but yeah you guys you kept that on the DL. We, we kept it
2: way down low and if you kind of started figuring it out Around there, which, you know, I mean, like, it was easy to hide because we were just acting like ourselves. Yeah. You know, so, like, there's no, like, PDA, no nothing. Mm. And um, so I was talking to her a lot about it. She's like, "You gotta do what you want to do. Like, what are you really going to do with your life? So are you going to be on air? I'm like, no. She's like, so why do you need it? I'm like, true. So I wound up directing. Mm. Um, and then Matt Stone was on, my host. Well, I was originally going to have Jordan Dietrich as my host. Oh, no, I was originally going to have Jordan Dietrich as an analyst. And then uh, he emailed me a couple days before, and he's like, oh, "I have like class till like four. I don't. You might let out late, might not." I'm like, "Dude, I'm like, I promise I'll hook you up." I'm like, "Thanks for telling me." Uh, so I I had to do some adjusting. I had to throw, take Banks off a of camera, throw him on air, throw another kid on, throw a rookie on camera too, which I was shaking my boots about. Right. I was so, like that. That was the. I was so nervous about that broadcast. I got really sick. The week leading up,
0: you think I was brought on by
2: stress? Totally. Um, okay. Valentine's Day was like the worst day ever. We had a hockey we had a women's hockey broadcast, and we had two basketball broadcasts to do. Right. Um. We had. I kind of let Stone and Tones run the the uh, basketball broadcast because mm. I was not. I kind of popped in for two minutes, and I was like, "All right, I'm. I i got to go back to hockey because I was doing color with uh, Jackson." Okay. Uh, for the women's game against Stevenson, yeah, Coach Dylan won her 100th game, and at the time I I told Belac I'm like Belac like I want it for an interview if she wins. She's like he's like all right whatever he's like you get her. So Sam, the his assistant comes up he's like all right you got Diane I'm like all right cool. So I asked Jackson like do you want Jackson burner I'm like do you want to do the interview? He goes honestly I'm not comfortable doing it. I'm like all right I'll do it I'm like whatever. And normally the color commentator does the interview, so I was like ah right, like whatever I'll step up. And at this point I'm dying like i'm sweating i'm like i know i'm sick I know i'm not good and uh at that at this point i'm thinking i'm like this can't be stress related i'm like i have a week to white out like this this has to be like i'm like dying mm-hmm. i wasn't eating I hadn't eaten like 48 hours and uh the next day was cat's birthday so like how that works it's like it's valentine's day and it's a birthday which is fine like whatever so i uh i interviewed Diane coach dylan And I'm dying I'm done And uh I go off the air I just sit down for a little bit And I'm like I gotta get the fuck out of here So I kinda leave The cleanup to Rudy I go right to Uh Cat's room And I just die I'm like dead I just fall asleep Wake up Next day's her birthday We go to Rudy Uh We didn't go to Rudy Where the fuck We went to uh Oh crap What's the diner? Oh, shit. I never went the Ritz. there. The Ritz. We went to the Ritz. Uh, I felt better in the morning. I felt great. Just, like, just had a little sleep to get that out of your system? Yeah, I, was, I felt fine. Uh, I was a little cold. I had a little chill. But uh, I was fine. Had some pancakes. And then I kind of went back to my room for a little bit to get some work done. And uh, I kind of felt... I, I felt really bad that I just, like, didn't, like, hang out with her on her birthday. Because, like, she had a party on Friday in her suite. And I was... Not anywhere in any shape to participate right. in life. Like I needed to go to bed, and I wound up like Tony wanted me to go out that night, and I was like, "Um, done. I'm not going. right." Um. So like I was in bed at, like 9:30 that night, and then uh, so like next day I kind of like hung around in my room, kind of laid low, and then I started feeling sick again. And it kind of like, I would be fine in the morning, and then at night I'd be sick, and like it just happened all week. And then uh, whiteout Alk- mm-hmm. came, and I felt a lot better thankfully and like when i get like into like pressure situations like i don't eat mm-hmm. um and it's just kind of a, ten- a mentality that i have that i need to get shit done which isn't healthy yeah but i kind of it's kind of how i operate you run yourself on, into on the life. ground i run myself into the ground that's what i did essentially um so cat kind of like forced me to sit and take care of myself for a couple days and um, which is a good we which was, was awesome yeah. i needed to and dan kind of said she's he's like Fucking don't do anything for two days. Yeah. He's like, after your meeting Monday, he's like, I don't want to see you here till Wednesday. And I took Tuesday. I just I had an off day, laid in bed. I ate as much as I could. Wontons? No, I stayed away from that. That was the time where I was eating sub shop. Oh, okay. I was away from wontons at that point. After uh, like, because you ordered it like so many consecutive yeah. days. I was like, this is gross. I, even when I visited, I didn't get wontons once. Really? Yeah. Jeez. And um, you know, Whiteout came directed a hell of a show. Joe Wilcox was my TD. And uh, I had three PAs running around helping me out. Um, I had a silent reporter. Um, thankfully, there were Plattsburgh people in the crowd that made the show that much better. Yeah. Um, we tied 3-3. I tried getting a goalie cam, but didn't really work the way I wanted it to. Uh, for, like, content, for footage, for intermission, mm-hmm. I wanted to add replays to, like, more angles to the replay. Right. But uh, editing-wise, it kind of was slowing things down, getting over to the server, and that's what will happen when you're editing mm-hmm. off of busy fucking Macs that have a ton of shit on them. Oh, yeah. And then um, the broadcast was awesome. Yep. You know, and then it didn't record. Right, I totally forgot Which uh, scared me and Dan for about five minutes. Me and Dan were not happy. I was like, fuck this. And then Banks was like, I got, the recor- I got the backup. I was like, thank fucking God. And like, that was like a huge sigh of relief. And Dan was still pissed. And I was like, Dan, fucking calm down. We have it. Don't worry. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Breathe. Just go to the shed. Just drink. Have a good time. Yeah. And uh, I somehow mustered enough energy to go to the shed. And uh, I still wasn't happy. I still wasn't like myself. And uh, it took me a couple extra days to kind of start Get back to you. feeling myself again.
0: And what was your favorite personal memory that semester? Graduating. And let's let's go into that. How are you feeling going into like doing all the packing up and getting all your
2: finals done? Getting finals done was awesome because like um, I knew I didn't have to go back to school ever again. Yeah, like I didn't have to take a summer class, like I thought I was going to. I was done.
0: And it's always a really good thing to feel because it's like, all right, everything's done. I can relax a little bit because it's always like that, that pent-up anxiety. you are just like waiting for it. But then once you know everything's done, you just kind of just...
2: <sighs> right. And like I think my last final was ready. Oh, and, that's, a, uh, that's a way to go out. It was an open notebook um, writing final. And we had to do two, two writings, which kind of pissed me off. But uh, I killed it. You know, like the first one, I did a lot better than the second one, okay. in my opinion. But, uh, but it was by the second when I was shot, like my mind was on fire. And like, if you don't never had ready, it's like open notebook. You pick a topic and you just write about it. And uh, I remember my first test, I got like a one hundred and eight out of A one hundred and ten. Okay. And then my second, I don't know what I got on the final. I have no idea. But uh, I got an A plus in the class, so I was like, oh, I must have done really good. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, so uh, I was sad. I was I was ready to go. Yeah, you... I was all but ready. Um, the only thing that I was gonna miss was seeing Cat every day, right? Um, and hanging out. Like I was so done with school. I've been going for eighteen years, nineteen years. I was twenty three. Yeah, I I was done. I was mentally sh- like that year sports directing, That semester alone killed me. Mm-hmm. Um, Clearly, How you and settling? then we did baseball on like forty eight hours
0: that's a whole story yeah I mean like that, but that's, that's classic you
2: just to like yeah we can do it no that wasn't even me well real no no I was d- well what, what happened was okay so if he listens to this he's gonna get mad at me but like he, we've talked about it a bunch of times and like it's all cool it's all good between us three so basically Moran, Matt Moran wanted to do who's the sports director now yeah wanted to go to the Cortland and do let's like, just film Sunyak championship yeah just film it just get highlights B-roll use it for like your connections fine cool whatever just email me like, tell him you're going, get a press pass, whatever. I have no problem, no issues with that. So Mike took it as because usually when like we ask for stuff, he'll go leaps and bounds for us. Like we did, we did a one camera shoot for basketball, for SUNYAC championship game, mm-hmm. which we won. Uh, Stone was on the call with no voice, did it <laughs> by himself, still airs to this day. Uh, the remarkable call. Cobley, oh, oh, Cobley from downtown, and the Lakers are up by five. Oh, Michael Cobley, or whatever his name is. I think it's, I hope his name's Michael. Yeah. Um. So I was really actually proud of that broadcast as mm-hmm. well, just them going on their own and doing it. So usually when we ask for something from the sports department, Michael's leaps and bounds to get it to happen. So in his mind, he's thinking full-on broadcast. Okay. Meanwhile, Matthew just wants to bring a camera with Amin, maybe two cameras, and an SD card, and a mic, and interview some people and get some B-roll and call it a day. So he goes, you know, I emailed him. I go, just make, just say you're going just with a camera, like you're not, we're not broadcasting it. Like just tell them that you're going by yourself or with Amin. And then uh, Amin was really pushing for the broadcast, and you know, I'm like, Amin, <laughs> like it's Toppers weekend. I'm done. I don't want to do it. And like, not in a negative way where like, it, like, I wound up doing it. But yeah. like, I just, I was so
0: done. You could have pulled rank on that though.
2: Oh, I did. I yeah. told them, I'm like, we're not doing it. So, I get an email. I'm at Open Mic with Pauly V. I think Nicole Sivers is there. No, Nicole Sivers is definitely not there. Nick Costanzo's there. And uh, I think Cat, no, Cat was at a meeting. I was with some, oh, I was just hanging with Rudy. Okay. Essentially. That's really why I went. I was just chilling with Rudy. But I was sitting with Pauly V, and Rudy and Nick were doing their thing with the audio. Yeah. So I get an email. I'm on my laptop. I get an email. And, uh, it's a mic. It's, I'm CC'd in it. And he's like, uh, this isn't the email I wanted, Matt, when I got you cover it, when I got you permission from the Cortland SID to broadcast all the games. I read that. I'm like, I'm like, what? and like, I, he didn't send me any of the previous emails. So like I'm scrolling. I'm like, this has nothing to do with broadcasting. Like, right. like, and then like, I see like broadcast, like the words he used just completely like, you know, made it seem like we wanted to broadcast it. Because like I said, like with me and something, X or something he'll go leaps and bounds for it. And like, yeah. we'll have a plan. Like I had nothing. I had zero plan for this. So oh, Dan calls, Dan gets me on the horn. He's like, "Did you just read your email?" I go, "Uh, yeah." He's like, "Come to my house." So it's like, "All right." So, I drive. I call. I was supposed to get like late night with Kat. I'm like, "I gotta." I'm like, "I gotta go to dance." I'm like, "I'll tell you what happened in a little bit." So she's like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Uh, I don't know." <laughs> so she was news PA, so that's where she was. She was at news, right? So I kind of like run by. I'm like, "I'll see you later." So I kind of run out the door. I give I give Miranda a glare. Do oh, uh, the Oswegonian. He knows. So I give him like a death, a mini death stare, and like he wants to talk to me. I'm like, I'm not talking to you right now. Like I gotta figure this shit out. He was like, No, but I, I'm like, I'll talk to you in a little bit. And like I'll be back because I had to do Leaker Connections that night. Right. So I had to be back, and he was my on-air talent, so I had to talk to him. And like it wasn't the fact that I was, I was actually kind of. Dan was more mad at him than I was. Like it was just a classic like mix-up. Okay. You know, I was like, we're gonna talk to Mike. We'll figure out what we're gonna say, and we'll get out of it. Like it's a class. Like it's just a him. It's. Brand misinterpreting what we really meant. Right. And then, like, I kind of reread it, and I was like, oh, fuck you. Like, semi went for it. Because I know Amin wanted it. So it was probably, like, Amin typing in, like, in his head or whatever. <sighs> and uh I have so many stories. Like, mm-hmm. I could go on for, like, three hours about like, this whole year, and, like, I don't have the time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I do, but I know you don't want to sit and listen for three hours. And whoever listens to this doesn't want to sit and listen for three hours. I mean, hours.
0: I listen to these back at work. and makes my day go back quicker. So. True.
2: I'll probably listen to this when it goes up on Monday. Yeah. I definitely will. So, uh, just talking hey, about thank this. Thanks thank you for listening, by the way. Oh, I got you. <laughs> um, and the like, thing about this just reminds me of, like, we went to Adrian in March. Right. Like, me, Stone, Dan, like a bunch of people went to Adrian in March in Detroit, did a game, one camera shoot. like. But anyway, so... We call Mike, Mike's like, figure it the fuck out, pretty much. Yeah. And, like, and at that time, media, uh, not media summit, what is it, Aussies was supposed to be broadcast live on TLP
1: mm-hmm.
2: on that Friday. So I'm like, we're like, fuck. Like, you know, Will was putting in all this hard work and effort into the, media, into the Aussies. the hmm So I called Justin, who was GM elect, and Christy, who was GM for another week or so. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we need to talk to you guys now. And, like, I knew it was only a matter of time until Mike got Lou on the phone um, and kind of made him aware. So I kind of had to work quick as to, like, getting out of the situation. Right. And not because I wanted Mm -hmm. to, but because just for Will's sake. Like, because the amount of work you put into it and, like, you know, OPs. Like, you know OPs. Like, they're kind of, like, the underground, like, dogs of the station. It's kind of, like, in my eyes, it's kind of, like, sports news OPs you know that's yeah, kind of then, my list of things um, but then like if you talk to any news person I'd be like news sports OP Yeah, and, yeah like, but, all... like the only thing about OPs is like they know like where place. they stand yeah. like they know like Will knows where they stand like I've talked to Will a hundred times about it you know so like I didn't want like I wanna not Will... too begrudged about it but right right around. right of course that like it's just lesser content less people knowing what they're doing and like you know it's really Will and his, and Kevin Burdick running around with his head chopped off stones oh okay I don't know if I want no I won't answer it do you want to answer it? Uh, nah, fuck it. Fuck, it. <laughs> fuck him. He's probably calling me about the Mets game. Probably. Or, like, what I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah. So, um, so I'm like, Chris, I'm like, what do we do? So I'm like, it's making it seem like they want me to do it. So then we started kind of planning it out and kind of making it w- try to work. And um, I'm like, let me see what Mike gives me tomorrow. Cause now we're at Thursday, the week before. So mm-hmm. I want to go on a site survey on Saturday. If right. we're doing this, we're going. I'm going on Saturday to it. And Kat was VP production elect at the time, so she kind of wanted to know what was going on. Like I'm not really. I don't really want to talk about it here, at least. And kind of. And then like word kind of got it, started going around that this has been going on because like Moran, like she saw me stare Moran down. And Moran's like, oh, did you hear whatever happened? She somehow found out. Right. Without me telling her, which I could give two shits less about. Yeah. Um, So we come back to the school. I grab Moran. I'm like, just don't ever say anything like like that again. Like, just don't misconstrue words. Like, Dan was more mad at him than I was. Dan really. Shoot him out? Yeah, more than I did. And I, like, at the time, like, I was mad. But, like, looking back on it, I was just like, he made an honest mistake. You know, and like at the time, like it was him and Scott that were going to be running for sports director. Um, And I kind of gave Scott more of an edge than Moran just because um, of what happened. And like Dan, and it was two days before the election. The election was Saturday. So, and like me and Moran, when when I went up, we talked about it. And he's like, I was so fucking mad at myself. And, like, I thought we were never going to be friends again. I thought we were never going to talk. I thought you were going to hate me for life. I was like, dude, it I, it's, hap- it's over. Yeah. You know, nada. like, it happened. It's done. Right. You know? And um, But does the broadcast go all fine? Yeah. Oh, it was fucking awesome. Okay. It, we killed it. We was it out, worth it? Oh, um, 100%. Okay. 100%. I mean, I I sleepily drove to Syracuse <laughs> to get... To switch off batteries with Rob Pagan. Pagan met me at Syracuse on Sunday. We were running out of batteries in the championship game, game three, best of three. Oswego, Cortland, for the SUNYAC title. Second inning, all my batteries die. Not charging. I'm wearing on one camera for 20 minutes. I'm flying to Syracuse. I I come to in Syracuse and I have no idea how I got there. This is one of those, like you know those drives or like you just you don't dunk. know how you got there. You're yeah. just like there. Yeah. And I was just there. And I was like, what the fuck? But <laughs> that was fucking scary. Pagan comes to and shit my car. I'd, take, I'd fly back to Cortland, get all the cameras back up and running, break it down. We've somehow figured out a way to get me and Dan to toppers to make our girlfriends happy. They were pumped. Uh, and uh, it, it, was, it couldn't have been better. They yeah. were very happy with the uh, broadcast.
0: And what was it like when graduation came... And you're saying goodbye to everybody.
2: Uh, it was definitely sad. Right. You know, but like I said, I was so ready. Yeah. I was ready to get out, move on. Like I said, the only person that, um, that I was going to be sad about not seeing every day for, you know, whoever long was cat. Yeah. And like we had gotten so along and moved far in our relationship since like November when we started dating. Um, so I mean, she was the hardest goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I mean, like Jackson, like I'll see. I would, of course, I see all the time. Yeah. Now I don't, but I see him. I used to like during the summer. I was like, oh, I'll fucking see you tomorrow. Yeah. Cause, you because know? he's working new I go, Yeah, boy, I'll go yeah. back home. Like Dan, I said uh, it was a tough goodbye because mm. we had been through a lot. Yeah. Keanu was a bad goodbye because you know she was Dan's girlfriend at the time and you know she loved all of us. Uh Thomas I just said fucking. I just kind of fuck, like he's like pissed off. I'm like, all right, see you." <laughs> uh and I was going to go back up to the shed for the night, but I was too t- I was sh- drained. I had to drive to uh what the fuck town is? uh Syracuse, I guess. Yeah, Syracuse had dinner at uh Isabuji place. Nice. Down there right off of uh 41 or 401. And uh and then I went to bed and left the next morning at 8:30 and haven't went back in September for the first time.
0: Alright, and what's the thing you regret the most that you should have done better or you could have done better there? In Oswego
2: in general. In general? Yeah. I kinda wish I explored more. How so? The 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 city. Yeah. Uh I never went to the flats. I went to Rudy's once, mm-hmm. twice maybe with Kat to watch the sunset. Yeah. Uh towards the end of the semester. Um Actually, I did go once with Kat. Um, but, I mean, I kind of—I just wish I explored more. Um, I just felt like I was there for business, and that was it, and then I left. Um,
0: and your biggest accomplishment?
2: Becoming sports director, doing the road broadcast for baseball. Um, definitely was the top part, you know. And um, just kind of finding myself and making sure that that was what I wanted to do. And going away was 110% the best thing I had to do for me. For me, like I had to get away from every, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, everything that was going on in my life was way wrong. Right, it wasn't working. Like I didn't like any, like I liked everybody that was down here in my life ish at the time, um, but like I needed to get away from my ex, like just not in a bad way, but uh, yeah, I guess in a bad way. Yeah, but like I needed to stop thinking about her. Yeah, like I there was this, we had bro- we had broken up for like a year and a half, and I just could not get her out of my mind. And you had to. Get... And I needed to get away, and I fell in love with someone else, and I'm so happy, and it's awesome.
0: Right, and would you recommend people who have listened to this podcast to go to Oswego?
2: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: And especially the Suffolk kids.
2: Yeah, um, it's a definitely a great program. The people you meet. Um, I mean, even <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll tell you off my guess. Something that Jackson said about the broadcast last week.
0: <laughs> Just go on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I had a slight mental breakdown there. I apologize, everybody. Oh, shit.
0: All right, so everybody should go Are you there. you okay? I'm
2: fine. Okay. I'm fine. Okay. Uh, everybody should go and kind of like find your niche, you know, because uh, some people might want to do new sports, NOPs, yeah. and not just sports. You know, I was very happy with just doing sports. I, did, I had my hand in news. I thought I would like it. I, I honestly did with I had my hand in O'Peace, Um <clears throat> with Laker Connections playing field um, you know but uh, you know you'll, you'll, there's definitely something for everybody and explore the city yeah definitely mm-hmm. you know definitely
0: now if people listen to this podcast and made it this far good for them they, yeah if they want to follow how long uh, is this
2: two and a half hours uh, it's
0: longer than Justin so
2: mission accomplished two hours
1: and
0: 18 minutes I, that was my goal mhm <laughs> um if they want to follow you on social media, where can
2: they find you? At Eric Dietrich, D I E T E R I C H. I don't live a funny, I don't live a fascinating life, so it's not really worth it. What
0: what 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 website would that be under? With that Twitter, be, That Twitter. Okay, um,
2: Instagram is the same handle. Okay, Facebook is the same. I'm not like a white girl where my middle name is my last name. I'm not Alyssa Nicole, or I'm not Eric Brandon, or Eric Dietrich. It's on all good. platforms just like my buddy my buddy Zach he does it Zach Edward on there I'm just
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome and I bust the tops about it um, if you want to follow me on Twitter you can follow me at Timothy Rooney too you can follow this podcast on SoundCloud.com you can follow my YouTube page through the Lens Productions where right now there is
1: well, Silent.
2: Think, well, silence well, silence
0: the silence is up there Spirit of the Lake is up there as well as the promo for the horror podcast for the season of Halloween I killed it
2: on audio too for silence
0: yes you did um, as well as there's a new short film in the works that should be up on Halloween, I hope I hope I'm not uh, shooting myself in the foot here and I hope everybody's enjoyed this podcast and I will be talking to you soon uh, my next podcast will be another one for the horror season and it will be about Suspiria with my buddy Mike, I hope everybody's enjoyed Wizards of Oz with me and I'll talk to everybody soon, see ya